Are we ripping? We're ripping now. All that was off the record. <laughs> now, now we're on the record. Anthony Napolitan, could uh, go over your intro all day. But to me, Ronnie Napolitan is like a brother of mine. So technically, you're like a brother of mine. It's like we're related. It's like we're related. What's funny about that, too, is early in Dennis and I's, like, um, I guess, contest careers, he and I were getting confused a lot because we both had blonde hair oh, and yeah. I think we both had yeah. yellow bikes. We had yellow bikes and blonde and hairs. Dude, people would come up to me at contests and be like, Hey, are you that dude? Because I think we were both doing three double whips uh-huh. at the time too. Yep. And he was, Hey, were you that dude at this contest? I'm like, nah, I've never even been to that like city before, <laughs> you know? And like it was happening all the time. I'm like, who is this dude? And then And it's pretty alas, crazy because lo and behold. That, that might have been like fifteen, twenty years ago and like yeah, totally. There was only a handful of people doing three dub whips. And I we know, right? But now it's like, you know, kids listening are like, yellow bike, three double whips. That's, yeah. Could be anybody. Could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Back three then, double whip was a big trick back, back then. Back then it was like, <laughs> I mean, doing them probably consistently and frequently. It was probably me and you, Darden, and Mike Laird. <laughs> yeah. It was I'm pretty sure trick. Mike Laird no. won a do tour. Best trick. Yeah. Best trick. Because uh-huh. how they do it after every event, it's like skateboarders and BMX guys and, and, uh, Dirt bike riders, they were all bunched into this one award. And like BMX, honestly, I think won most of them to, to be real about it. But um, Laird won that with three double whip one time. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was the first <laughs> year. Things have tour. evolved. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I think yeah. that was 05 because that was the first year do tour. So that's. I it's crazy though because you go that. back and watch some of the dudes' runs like in the finals of do tour and like the shit people were doing is still like, you know top level like it totally. could compete right now but it's just like the foam pit tricks and resi stuff is like yeah taken to like some other level everything like three double it everything like, not whatever. surrounding the box is still gnarly and then mm-hmm. they get to the box jump and they're like eh. you yeah know? yeah like, yeah it's crazy how it's evolved so there was only that. one foam pit here and one foam pit here it no. wasn't like now it's like training facilities and most anyone people's. can have a foam pit or a resi now or an airbag, airbag or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. The airbags have definitely played a big san diego officially has an airbag as of like two weeks ago the first time ever so oh yeah yeah never had a foam similar. pit a resi no we're the, we're the last of the scenes to ever do it maybe like claremont get one claremont got one. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. that's yeah, awesome yeah shout out to claremont skate park for doing that austin texas probably still doesn't have one they're keeping it maybe. real raw maybe. yeah i was trying to think <laughs> yeah but, they might not have yeah, one ninth street my roommate, airbag. my roommate and I <laughs> bought an airbag landing. We actually stored out at our buddy's house in Riverside. We just drive out there and ride the airbag. Oh, I used really? to ride it in my That's cul-de-sac in Costa Mesa. I would like yeah, had a wooden seen... lip that me and John Pova built together, and I built it so it could almost kind of fold up in a sense. But yeah, I just wheel it out into the cul-de-sac and have a have an a session have a session like whenever I wanted to. <laughs> nice. So how does that go though? Like if you eat shit on the airbag and tumble into the street, it's gonna hurt still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's kind of like can't you just get just as broke off? I know. So I, I how, bought, how far like, does the airbag go? Like after the landing, mine's actually pretty short. But in in all honesty, when I bought the airbag, I was like, I'm not trying to learn anything like progressively outside of like a foam pit yeah i just wanted the airbag to stay dialed for mm. contest stuff so that makes sense i have i had better off. odds of not landing on the asphalt yeah than yeah if i was like you weren't outside stuff. of your comfort zone exactly it was like, yeah, yeah yeah that's pretty cool though keeping, so, it, keeping it warm but now so when i bought that it was like uh i bought it end of 2019 and uh i bought it from todd main at dd airbags or whatever and I did like a custom dimensions on it because I just wanted a bigger one. I wanted it wider, I wanted it taller so that it could but almost shorter. emulate 
a dirt jump, you know what I mean? But at the time it wasn't, I don't think it was really in anyone's minds to build the runouts long. That's the first thing I think of. Yeah. So now, now when you see airbags or custom airbags, the runouts are forever long. So I kind of blew it on that. How much does one of those cost? Dude, I don't know. They probably went up in cost. Probably. Um, you know, Todd gave me a pretty good deal on mine. But do you know what, what they actually costed like at the time? I think. Think, that sounds so fun to be able to like if you don't have a big jump around your area to just yeah. buy the landing and build a lip and you got yourself a sick totally jump. yeah i mean i spent like 150 bucks in wood building the lip i think because it's just it's a skinny one it's like four feet wide maybe three feet wide it is and it's like so that's like three thousand yeah. dollars now probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah no yeah it's crazy because um, I, I went and filmed that connor stitt kid mm-hmm. uh like four years ago before or maybe three three years ago when he was trying the double flip and yeah. it was like yeah they just wheeled it down from their house <laughs> and then took it to a park and there's all these kids jumping this like four or five foot airbag that and he got done. he got melted and it was like it was he was like seven or eight or something oh at the time God. and yeah. it was like hard to watch Dang. and i was like i don't like so you this. can just wheel the landing wherever you want yeah i mean it was like That's i think maybe they drove have, it or they I put it on a skateboard like, or something would be so hyped yeah. on that they come in these the big bags the when they ship them so like after a session We'll let all the air out and roll them up really tight, like a group effort of like three or four people, put it back in the bag. And then I have a dolly that I got from like Harbor Freight and I just ratchet strap to the dolly and I can wheel that landing wherever the hell I want to take it. You and it doesn't I mean? have any metal framing or nothing. No, no. it's just the a, airbag, the landing. So it's just a plastic no. bag and a compressor. It's, yeah, it's, it's not even a compressor. It's just a blower. It's like when you buy you know a, clean, a, 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 like a yeah, air mattress. You just plug it in and it blows so, it the whole time. I want to get one of these. The, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I had a funny vision of like the, you know how you do the party rentals, like the jump house? Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, exactly that's like what on, it is. That's on the thing. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, do you want the do you want the eight foot airbag? <laughs> or can I bring it to <laughs> totally. the Buy one and rent it out and pay <laughs> yeah. for it in a couple weekends. Get totally. the jump house and the airbag for the extreme airbag option. I know. we were business plan. Make kids birthday parties as sick as possible. So me and my roommate, uh, Luke, the fit model who, you know, I don't know if you've ever met yeah, him before, yeah, yeah. but good, uh, good at running with a camera. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You've seen him at wetlands <laughs> charging it. Um, we you went in like together the on the too. airbag. Like, who is this guy? The fit model. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We went in together on the airbag and we threw around a different couple different ideas, like starting a show team and doing it that way. Or even what you guys were just talking about, like party rentals, yeah. like, yeah. or like, collab with claremont is one of the things that we thought about like we could take the airbag down to claremont and hold like a clinic at claremont you know anyone the only problem with it was like we just built the airbag it's an eight foot tall landing you know yeah yeah you gotta get a lot you took it out of a lot of kids range of fun (laughs) they're like oh it's a slide it's not a jump anymore like doing you know potentially a collab at claremont which never ever went anywhere is just on the idea board um, we were like, yeah, we'll just buy a different airbag, yeah. like a smaller one. Yeah. But I think mine, the custom one, it was, I want to say at the time it was just under like 4k. So that's pretty expensive, but yeah, if we do the party rental thing, we pay it off <laughs> totally. a couple years. <laughs> I mean, even just, even just staying brushed up enough to stay top five, top <laughs> yeah, 10, yeah. like it's, yeah, that's what it'll pay thinking. itself off. Yeah. yeah that's where, I, that's where my head was. So. Um, it'll keep me in like the top. 35 <laughs> at those yeah. toyota triple contests like, yeah exactly oh, this is not paying itself off <laughs> um i guess the first thing we should talk about and i know you've discussed this a few times five years of the front flip on the fence yes yeah uh, the clip is still wild my girl just was watching that on her instagram and she was like what the hell is this it came up on her popular page like yeah. that's how viral that video is yeah. still going <laughs> and it's it honestly it still blows my mind how many people 
Um, one, haven't seen it. And maybe also the fact that people, every time I post it, people are like, oh my God, I didn't realize that was you, oh, you know, really? and they're connecting yeah. those dots. Um, but yeah, it's it's been five years. So that was really, really wild time in my life for a second. Um, and then what was the other wild thing about it? Like the first, so when I first posted it or I licensed it. Yeah. First of I all. wanted to, I wanted to get yeah. to that because you, it happened and then you waited weeks to post. I, I it, did. Right? Yeah. Um, and no one knew about it until it, it went live or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I went ahead and licensed it cause I knew it was going to be one of those things, yeah. you know? Yeah. And if it wasn't, then so be it. But I just wanted to take the steps and license it. And so I did that. And, uh, the first day across different, uh, like non endemic media brands, it had like over a hundred million views that I, and that was just like what I could account for. Like it was on sports center. It was on uh Unilad. It was on this, it was, yeah. it was all random things across the board, you know, like how much, how, like how much does sports center pay for that clip? We'll be right back. sketch comedy fans if you like unapologetically uncensored comedy check out instant microwave fuzz recorded every week hot and fresh and straight out of the microwave unscripted jokes uncensored guests you're gonna have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun you can find us on all the platforms under instant microwave fuzz comedy made in an instant I would, I don't know like specific numbers. I'd have to go like log into my yeah. licensing, we can wait. the website we'll and wait. like figure that out. No, but, um, I have no idea to be honest. Yeah. A it's lot the of concept it, of that is crazy. Like imagine like, I'm like, all right, Dennis, like here's, here's 40 bucks. Let me post that clip, you know, like that <laughs> yeah. type of thing. Cause that's the ecosystem outside of BMX. And yep. sometimes people don't get that because even like at the beginning days of Instagram, we, I would personally message everybody and be like hey is it okay if we can post this you know like right, in this yeah, day yeah. and age i just go repost app <laughs> you know like yeah. hashtag our view yeah, <laughs> you totally. know and if, if effectively steal it and like a couple of you know there's a couple of pros that were like hey can you let my ship breathe mm-hmm. you know like they want to own they want to own it for a little bit totally. and i like yeah and that's fine like i totally i totally get yeah. that concept but yeah. the, the idea of paying for that yeah. is even crazier. It's it's pretty wild, so, yeah. So you monetized that video before you posted it. And mm-hmm. so all that video's money, the revenue always goes back to you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I Good. actually Smart so man. I work with yeah, this, br- this I work man. with this brand called Jukin Media. So I'm sure you've heard of them yeah, before, yeah, yeah. seen yep. seen their name around. And that's who like believe it or not, I have a lot of I've I've talked about this a couple times uh, on other podcasts. You just go for it because, because I mean we have yeah. a, we have a different audience. True. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't going to not talk audience. about it. <laughs> <laughs> not talk about it. Say whatever you want. Um, but uh, a lot of BMX riders hit me up and ask me all kinds of questions, and I'm more than happy to help because I just I want to help people make money on whatever it is they're risking their life yeah. on or whatever the the bottom line of the clip is. You yeah. know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it was actually a simple process. Like I knew I kind of hit hit that moment when I landed on that fence. Like people are like, "Why didn't you <laughs> curse?" And I'm and in my head, I'm like, because I knew like when time stood wow. still, and I was like, and I knew the fence was under me, and I came around and I saw it. At that moment, time froze. 
And you're like, my these, eyes these spikes the are going to make me money. My my <laughs> eyes connected the dots and I literally saw that my thighs were going to land between the God, spindles. That's crazy. And as soon as I hit and like I, I like the momentum still carried me forward. Like the spike came to my sternum. So I actually had a bruise like on my Damn, sternum dude. for like a couple days because it was just like, dude, it was real soft, yeah. but it was just enough, you know? But in that moment, I was like, this is going to go nuts. So I would literally, yeah. I said, what the heck? I, I was like, what in the heck? And I looked back at Nathan Seitz. And he's like, oh my and golly. And I was going to drop an Some of you guys F- got a Christian yeah, school or something. Right? Yeah, I was going <laughs> yeah. to drop an F-bomb. And then a split second decision, I just said, heck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you like, I remember I've talked to you about this before. And you are saying that you actually kind of came around, saw the spikes, had enough awareness to put the legs like people are like how'd you get so lucky but was, you actually yeah. whoom, moved was, your legs into those slots i was pretty much right where i needed to be like looking down on it i was right where i needed to be i i don't even think i moved my legs to be honest like i just knew that you got, you got lucky yeah i got lucky and okay. i knew where i was like total air awareness i knew right when i left the lip that I wasn't gonna make it over. Oh my god, you got. So but I knew. So you were thinking maybe shish kebab at one point. Well, probably. I like, knew if I let go, it wasn't gonna be good. Because I don't know how many front flips you've done or tried or whatever, Dennis. But back in the day, I know. Like if you let go of the bike, your body's gonna speed up. It happens on threes too. Yeah. Like if you do a three and bail, yeah. Like your body's really doing a seven twenty because so you go off the lip and you know you're not making it. Yeah. So what what was holding on the bike helping with? To not make me over rotate body wise oh, and just no. chest oh. right through the things, you oh. know, because if I would were to let go, my body rotation yeah. is going to speed up and I'm literally going to chest plant the top of the fence. So I held on to wait so that when I came around, I could see where I was at. And then when I realized where I was at, I was like, I'm good. And then boop, right on the fence. Oh, man. Did and, this. and there it is. Dude, dude, they are uh, their spikes are bigger than I remember. You're such a calculated guy too, so it is like you almost are unless you until you turn around. I know your style, like that could be a shadow of you, and I know it's you, but it like it doesn't seem like something you would get yourself into because you're so calculated. Exactly, it's like, it's what actually happened? funny how did you mentioned that, that far from how you normally do everything perfect. It's actually funny you mentioned you that. You did it perfect because... though. You did. Right, I no did. Way. I landed and on yeah. fucking sense. Better still than pulling it. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, oh, yeah. It looks like it goes I, up your I mean, ass honestly, too. That's why it's so viral because it really looks just like, oh, oh, I didn't even dude. think of that. Oh I, my God. Right, you yeah. could have, it could have gone like, oh, yeah. And look I how, never look, that's what I don't know. And look how tall the spikes are. Yeah. They're literally sternum height. That's death. So if that like went over rotation could have been dead. My ass up your ass would have been dead. dead. I Dead, why dead. have I got, never thought of that? What did you think of? I just thought of just how fucking insane it was. I didn't wasn't <laughs> thinking like of how every single bad thing that could have happened. Up the ass. Dude, you could have yeah, oh my god. I know, right? And I never thought about the over rotation thing. Because if it's yeah. big if it's big enough for your two thighs to go through, it's big enough for your one mm-hmm. spike to go up your ass and your, yeah. your thighs to go through on the other side. Totally, yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, Dennis, what was your? You, yeah, you would sorry, ask me I oh, the, uh, oh, that, how that how like I'm like, sure this was going to be the banger for your video part. Like this is it something was, really yeah. gnarly for yeah, you. Yeah, like this that's is what gnarly it was supposed in general. To be this is gnarly for any, yeah. anyone. Um, that's a banger. But for you, it's just so like not your style to come up yeah. that short on something. So the issue with the ball was 
I obvious Dennis, you and I were there when when Jeff Slats like jumped over the fence yeah. for the market video. Yeah, he threed it. Yeah, threed over it. So, but his line was through the bowl corner, mm-hmm. and for front flips, did he do that? Did he do that diagonal. after you did no, this? It was before. No, so before, this was before. before okay. Yeah, and he came out of the bowl and diagonally jumped across, not straight over the fence. Kind of alley ooped it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So. For front flips, and for me particularly, like it, here's a good comparison. Like oh you've seen me do front flips <laughs> going straight, How do you make it so and you've it never seen stops. Daniel Dares do front flips know, going straight, right? Like Daniel Dares' front flips are like this. Yeah, yeah. he gets they, go, they, they look crazy, awesome. Right? I think they look sick. Right, yeah. but his his style is carving across the spine to do them. Yeah, okay. And my style is just going straight. Mm. So ripping the bowl corner and coming out of it and getting lined straight back up with the quarter wasn't an option. An option. Yeah. I had two or three different lines that I I literally was like, okay, Nathan, I'm going to do these lines and you tell me which one he thinks faster because I can't tell, honestly. Yeah. It's like they both feel the same. <laughs> so he was like, honestly, he's like, I think if you just come around the bowl fast and, and just drop in and get a really good pump, you'll be good. I was like, okay. So I had to have done 10, 15 drops until I felt, I was like, just keep recording no matter what happens. Like... I'm, I don't know which one the I'm going to yeah, go on, whichever one, one I yeah. feel is like I get the super pump and the juice up the roller, I'm going, you know? And uh, that was the one that I thought it was. And to be honest, looking back on it, I, if I could go back, like literally flash right now into that moment in the in the past and be rolling in, all I needed was the tiny little push through in my back would have literally like rolled over it almost yeah. over top of it. Push, push through what on the front flip. Yeah. I just, what, when I did the fronty, I just up. wasn't ex- like, I gave it this tiniest little bit of pop and I had checked out the coping too, to see what it was like, like beforehand, but I could never imagine the actual oh pop yeah. it was going to give It's me. a steep quarter for people that haven't been to that. Right. That's, a, that's a quarter that you, you air. Like yeah, it, yeah, totally. It's not... Yeah. So I, I just really wasn't anticipating like how bad the coping was actually going to yeah, keep me Did back. you jump the fence first? No, no, I didn't jump it. I figured... Very uncalculated for you. Yeah. It is. This whole and day. I have a, I have a, little, a reasoning a little for Cindy. that too. A little the, Cindy. The, the, on, the reasoning, <laughs> like I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go big or go home kind of deal. But the whole reason I didn't jump it straight first is because I knew the landing was already going to be rough. Yeah. And I'm not a street rider and I'm not built for that type of stuff. So I knew that the like the best way that I was ever going to land on the other side of that fence, there's like a very small grass landing there. It's not much, yeah, but it's, not it's much. enough to land into. You just want to do that once. Yeah. I knew if I just got it first go and when I would come around, it was going to be the less amount of like pressure on my body because I'm going to land back wheel in the grass and most of the inertia and momentum and, and forces are going to kind of keep rotating. I'll just basically flick them off me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because that one, the one we were just watching was the one you posted the four year anniversary and it has, okay. fi- it has 5 million views, 5 million likes oh, it, and 20,000 comments. That one has 98 million views <laughs> on it. What get your reels bonus? So it was before reels bonus. No, huh? no, it was during reels bonus, and <laughs> I was like, "This is sick." Capped. It was, it was the, it was the January one when they for, or I think they started doing reels bonus in like December or November or something. Yeah. But I was like, "I'm gonna get it!" Like I was so pumped. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's sick, dude. So you did it. You capped it out. I obviously. did. Yeah, nice. yeah. I capped that one out, yeah. which was cool. Makes sense. But 
Oh, I don't even know. What I'd a, have to, I was going to scroll back clip. really one, far. one for the books. So there's a jam. There's a jam at the bowl this weekend. You're gonna show up. There is. I'm gonna. You're gonna fucking do I'm it. I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna climb on top of the fence and take photos and then I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Sign some autographs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna go hang out for sure. Um, I think uh, Jaden Mooch is gonna go and he's master of yeah. flipping Dude, big stuff. Yeah. He is the sickest. I remember you, like going would, to would you pump him up to do it? Oh my god! If, if he, he wanted to do, I give him like a. Do it, man. High five. Yeah, that, that would be sick if someone did it. That would like, be sick. Just that the most viral clip ever. It's someone, one of those things that's always been in the back of my it. head. Like I want to like part of me wants to go back and do it and kind of just try and put it, everyone's comments about it in the back of my head. You know, I've I don't know how many comments were on that. Uh, that was 20. It was 19,000. Yeah. Comments. So it was a jam Saturday. 19,000 yeah. comments of people like saying weird shit you know what i mean like this podcast actually gonna drop after the jam so yeah we could put a clip of you oh there he is yeah dude it's been so cool watching him growing up riding too because he uh he would go to woodward camp a lot in the summers and you could just see when he was a little kid riding at woodward he's he had something special about him you know yeah he's so sick that's my roommate yeah i remember when he posted that clip i was like commenting away Fucked. on that thing yeah i was is, like this is awesome yeah it is sick. <laughs> it's uh, the closest thing to the one you tried the one you tried yeah. is the most dangerous one ever yeah it yeah. has death spikes on it yeah but yeah if anyone could do it besides you it'd be Jaden. yeah it's really just getting the speed for it and if i wanted to go back and do it i would probably put a good month or two into like really getting to know the find the best that whole bowl yeah. and you know it's it's probably that you skate know you park's can do it with probably, a little more speed so just all you gotta totally, do is find yeah. a line with a little more speed that skate park's probably one of the most ridden parks for me in all of southern california so it's the one i know the most but i'd really want to get to know it you know and find the proper line and get it done but it is what it is i definitely made more money failing it than not that money was an issue from the beginning, but like the way things ended up, like me pulling that for like the ender of uh, Colony, like web edit, would probably would have forgot about. Would have been now. awesome. People would have remembered yeah. it, but, but yeah, but not yeah. Um, whatever you're saying. These numbers are just insane. Like it's probably got to be like two billion views at this point or something insane. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. Might be yeah. the most viewed yeah. thing ever. So if you have <laughs> anything ever, I know I mean, it ended up on like Ellen DeGeneres show and like all wow. these. It went all these places all because though of licensing. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I tell every BMX rider that calls me or asks me about licensing is they're like, "What do you think? Is it sketchy?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "You literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain for it. Yeah. Like they're gonna put your clip on a platform that." quite frankly, you're not allowed to be in mm-hmm. like you need and like, this is your entry. This is your golden ticket to the platform. Right. So submit your clip. If it's sick and it goes viral, like you don't have anything to lose. They're like, Oh, what about this? Like, Oh, they want to do 50, 50. doesn't matter. Like yeah. you're never a hundred percent of zero isn't yeah. very good. Exactly. So <laughs> again, you're not losing anything. You're still gaining stuff that, so. uh, I know Burns is on that and stuff like that because they have so much wild stuff, yeah, you know. I can but really uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely something to be mindful when you have a clip like yeah. that, you know. And like, especially so. like if like if Sean Burns has like a ton of clips, obviously that are all wild. Like a lot of people make livings off these types of platforms because they have thousands of clips that are just making pennies here yeah. and there, yeah. and then all that collectively is like you know. 
yeah. making Passive monthly income. checks for a few thousand bucks or whatever, you know? Yeah, that's cool. So you so, expect, are, is it like now that you've posted it, like when you posted that one a, a year ago, mm-hmm. did you kind of, the check get a little bit bigger for a little bit? Did it like kind of circle around a bit? It has its, it has its waves for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and you can see, cause every, when I log into my, uh, to the dashboard on Jukin, it gives you charts and all kinds of stuff and earning breakdowns and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. So it definitely goes through waves and I know I can kind of predict when I'm going to get like another check because I'll start seeing it and being tagged in it randomly on social media stuff. So when I start to see that, I'm like, okay, it's like something's going to come in. I, I never know how much, you know, it's like, uh, like Paul Blart checks from, for rooftop. Yeah. 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 Like around, around wet. Yeah. Oh, oh, because of the carpets. Oh, these carpets. I peed wet? on the carpets. <laughs> he did. What's yeah. up with that? We, we, <laughs> my socks are soaking wet, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" Sorry, I was feeling. I'm like, you missed, I, It's cold you in here the... too, and I'm sweating. I'm, or I'm, I'm thinking I'm sweating, and then I'm like, "Dude, both of my socks are soaked. Like, what's going on?" Professional so, podcast. Did I walk on? No, you missed. The, there was carpet cleaners yeah, this morning. The carpet so guy sorry. actually let me in. Today. Yeah, yeah. He's nice. like, "Are you here for the podcast?" And I'm like, <laughs> so "The carpet." Like, yeah, he's like, "I'm just the carpet cleaner." I wasn't listening to anything for the last five minutes. I was trying to figure out what's going on so i'm, I'm back i'm just got I'm barefooted and it's my cold feet leaking i was like I'm gonna, i better take these off and get the flu dude feels like i'm like been out in the snow all day and my shoes have been leaking freezing cold wet oh my, my god. wet odyssey sucks oh my god um yeah i don't know i mean what should we talk about it there's so much i was like i have on my notes like literally like orange origin story like which we don't normally do but like True. i feel like youngstown is such like a interesting place and like section eight was such a crazy place and yeah you know it was like literally like yeah yeah parking ever... lot gravel with like the gnarliest ramps in the country at the time mm-hmm. and you had lou bickle in one corner and you know chris doyle and fucking right. yeah Anthony had a lot Wild of chapters scene. from like a really like core scene yeah to like Dutor champ woodward days southern california yeah, I'm kind of all over the place. You've just had a lot of chapters, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, You are one of the, like, like you said, like the whole, where'd you come from, how you start kind of thing is kind yeah, of boring, absolutely. but you actually have like pretty damn interesting five chapters of your career going on. Yeah, I feel like I, I grew up pretty lucky, like, <laughs> this is going to be a funny statement. I feel like I got pretty lucky being born in Ohio, right? Um, <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave Chappelle lives in Ohio and he says it's the best this place ever. This is true. Ever. He loves Ohio. He, loves it, he lives so. in like some small town in Ohio yeah, outside Can't be Dayton. too bad. Um, yeah, the Midwest scene for indoor skate parks was just insanely like popular and it was like you could drive in any direction for an hour or two and be at like one of the best skate parks in the country, you know? Uh, I remember when the magazine did uh, indoor skate park poll or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Section 8 was like, they were top five. I just don't wow. remember if they were on the podium or not for yeah. indoor parks. But uh, yeah, I mean, Nate Wessel grew up in Cleveland and he just started building all these parks all over the place. And mm. Section 8 ended up being one of those. And it was one of the most gnarliest and progressive parks in the country at the time. Um, I think they had probably had one of the biggest box jumps in the country until that park in North Carolina came about where Mira double flipped oh, the yeah, box at yeah. the CFB or whatever. Was that Florida or North Carolina? North Carolina. Okay. I can't remember the name of the park. Yeah, I'm, obviously we, have, we all were with the crazy vert wall in front right, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and with that, you know, we had a 
anywhere from one to three different kinds of Chang worlds up yeah. there. Yeah. And then the flow, which was incredible. And, you know, the flow on its own was rad because like dudes like Jamie Bestwick did the Good Times contest. It was mm. just a really popular place to be in the wintertime, you know, and a lot of pros lived really close. Woodward Camp and all those guys and uh, the Pittsburgh crews and guys like I remember when Bennett moved to Philly. Cause they all used to live in Erie too. It was like yeah, it's crazy. Doyle Bennett, Sesney, Ty Stuyvesant, uh, Biz, Mike Aiken. They all lived in God. Erie for a long time yeah. too. It so almost seems like how like England down. is now, and you see like totally like twenty different parks and like just like of it in like one that, area, yeah. you know. And it's like they're all so yeah. good. And that's how, as a kid, I would look at the Midwest. Like, dude, you guys have all the sickest indoor parks. England's the new Midwest. Yeah. That's crazy. In a sense, we've yeah. we've talked about it a bunch Weather recently because they are yeah, they are And a lot of I feel like a lot of European countries, like you'll see just these high end, beautiful indoor skate park training yeah. facilities. They just look amazing. Yeah. But yeah. they're yeah, that doesn't really exist in America too much anymore besides Woodwards and a few right, here and there. Yeah. But it used to be the Midwest. It started the yeah, indoor skate it really park. Did, yeah. Era, yeah. I feel like or how right? do you was there other ones or was it just the midwest at the time that had no i mean like I mean, there were yeah, skate the flo- I mean the, the you guys had the where was the flow at that was ohio too right yeah midwest was killing it yeah. with indoor that, parks the flow yeah, park was insane it was just a, like a costco yeah huge. it was like an amazon yeah. it was like an amazon <laughs> warehouse yeah. today yeah just like, filled with ramps yeah it was insane yeah the place was huge i i mean it makes sense that you would be born from that you know like right it was a very um it was a very cool time to be growing up and progressing in BMX, like especially riding with dudes like Chris Doyle and in that whole scene. It was like a bunch, you know. Sometimes you'd have the Woodward guys come out, It'd be like Kevin Robinson, Chad Kagi. Sometimes Mira was tagged along with them, and like they'd come out and they'd be doing all the contest tricks. And you were like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" You know, you get to see it with your own eyes, and it's possible, and blah blah blah. You know. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you'd have like Doyle and Biz and and Sesney and Bennett and Mike Aiken, and they come out and they bring that whole trail style and and uh, you know PA style and the whole deal to the park, and you're just like, whoa, we got like a really good variety of like I don't know, I guess like aspect of the sport, really, you know. Um, so it was cool to ride with them all too, because. Like we were all pretty friendly kids. I know for me, for a fact, like I was not afraid to approach pros and like introduce myself and whatever, um, because I just idolized them so much. And I just wanted to like be like, yeah, I'm like riding with yeah. Chris Doyle or whatever, you know. I'm trying to. I was trying to find uh, Transylvania, but I don't think I can. But mm-hmm. this is this is an interesting one. Oh, yeah, from, this on is, Doyle's yeah. podcast. Shout out to Doyle quitting. Yes. So uh, uh, another rider. Nope. Um, by the name of Jay Loichek, he's okay. a um, he was a local at Section Eight Skate Park. Just so we can see it, you yeah. know, like yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't know. Right. I, I remember going to That's this Jay right there. Okay, I remember um, going to this park and then looking at the ground and just being like, "This thing, the ground is gonna fucking chew you up." I've never oh, really yeah. ridden ramps like this big. And I think that's that's one of the main. The ground is one of the main yeah. reasons. Um, I think a lot of us turned out the way we are as riders now because I generally try to stay off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and that skate park floor was a very good reason yeah, to stay yeah. off the ground because it was literally like a cheese grater. Yeah. It was like, it it was like, like, like the air like outdoor at Claremont how yeah. it is yeah. now. Whatever yeah. skin you lost there, you weren't getting it back. Yeah. But like you said, you just get used to it and it keeps you like not wanting to fall. 
Totally. Like, all my scars are from the Claremont ground. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because I never knew that until you just said it. And I've seen this park my whole life and I did not know it had that ground. Yeah. But Ronnie took me to like it's the crazy some new section eight when I went to state your guys' mom's house uh-huh. and it had the ground like that too. Oh, did it? I don't know if it was the same building, different wonder... ramps or something, but I was like, what the hell is this? Is indoors with the worst ground ever? Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> like you think it's going to be like nice, smooth cement and it's got asphalt. Growing up rough. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? They just build like a warehouse over the parking lot? I, I don't know. I know before this was a skate park, it was uh, like an indoor soccer okay. arena. I, I, it wouldn't be much of an arena. I guess it's just an indoor soccer yeah. field. Okay. But, um, so that was just what was underneath the, uh, the, the what, is it, what do you call that? The fake grass? Mm-hmm. What is that? Oh, turf. the turf. Yeah, the yeah. turf. Yeah, man. That Section 8 park got like had everything you needed. Yeah. And also, too, like, here's an example, like, Louisville, Kentucky. It's, like, five hours away. Really? Yeah. So yeah. it was, like, we were traveling around all these different places. Uh, what was it? Uh, Scrap in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Four Seasons in Milwaukee. Still around. Like, Who did that? There's Blair just stuff down. everywhere. Um, but, do you, yeah. Do you have clips in this video? Me? Yeah. Okay. I have a, a whole. There's Sal Wood. I have, like, a whole. Yeah, Sal. <laughs> Sal lives down here. Yeah. You wrote for it's crazy, road, so. like yeah. when there's like the best ramps. That's how I actually met Gary Young at Section Eight. Gary, I may have been there. Youngstown, and was I there? Was Vic Murphy there? Uh, I don't think I ever met okay. Vic at Section right. Eight, but um, Gary came to Ohio for whatever reason. He was staying with Ooh. Sal Wood and Pat Sanders, yeah, the Struthers Pat. brothers. Yeah. And, what did he do? Uh, he used to do like, did he do double suicides to no touch? No touch no at touch, all. No hand or lander. Think yeah. about that. What do you do? Double this suicide. dude, Pat Sanders, he'd do double bar suicide on, on the five foot box jump. No touch, land, no hand. <laughs> that's insane. Imagine that's just, you're going to, you're going to fucking, you're perfect. going towards the box and you're like, yeah. whatever fucking happens, happens. Yeah, that's like the best like, box <laughs> jump trick ever yeah. to have on lock. Yeah, honestly, this... That this, would win a best trick contest. The, the, if I was judging that, I'd be like, you fucking win. Yeah, Dude. he yeah. wins. Right? Like, everyone <laughs> just quit riding. <laughs> Could have not win. <laughs> everyone just quit. Like at those big triples contests. It's like the, it's like the, the trick, what the Russian roulette of tricks. True. You know, yeah, like yeah. literally... I think you got more chances of pulling off Russian roulette than that trick. <laughs> One in six, apparently. Yeah, this. I've never, uh, I've never participated. Dude, my obviously. homies are going to be so psyched that you're showing this video right now. I mean, I wanted to show something. I wanted to show Transylvania because that was to, in in my right. head. If it's a video part, I'm thinking I did a yeah, video it was all review one day at Section Eight. Yeah, and yeah. I did, I did a Wait, video a review, part? and I don't know if Let's you fast forward to his part. N- it's not. No, it's, it's not this. Video. Yeah, we can't oh. find it. Yeah, I have the DVD Nothing at home. I You have a DVD player? Xbox. I need to get one. I need to get one. Well, I just seeing this footage reminds me of Wide Awake Nightmare. It is. It's the same. It's the same area. This blue bike, section twenty-two trails. Like I never seen this video. It was honestly probably filmed around the same time. Wide Awake Nightmare. This is the Chris Doyle that I was just like idolizing. Yeah. Just different footage of him. I think he has. Dude, he would come to the park and five forty out of that wall ride. Every day, that's great. Or every time he came yeah. to the park, which was literally three times a week, those guys were probably driving up. Um, but the Man, but the video part, the trans the Transylvania video part was when I was doing video views for ride, which also pissed off a lot of people back then. And uh, uh, and but I I if it's the video that I'm thinking of, I vividly remember Anthony's section is before I knew who he was, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
holy shit, like this guy filmed like a legit video part in one park and when what looks like one afternoon and I like talked about yeah. it for like, I think a majority of the, <laughs> like the video review and it stood out to me so much because the level was like really, really high. And it was like, and I was like, did he, I think I said, yeah, I was like, yeah. either he only owns one shirt or it's filmed in one, it was filmed in he like one day. One schmedium. One schmedium, yeah. With the, this, the system so. video, you had a few clips in there and mm-hmm. they were like super highlight for me because they were like so no, new school. Yeah. And right, could, yeah. I was like, I never seen this kid before. Yeah, he had that, a pink bike, I think. Yeah, that was when I rode for Fly on the Flow team. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. Like, yeah your I, clips in there were fucking, yeah, went hard. Ke- Kevin Porter and Biz were like the two main American riders for Fly then. That's and a then sick video. The system video is so dope. And that it was cool because System was from Ohio too. So mm-hmm. it was based around DK bicycles. Mm-hmm. And it was basically their uh, like mail order slash distribution company that they had. And yeah, they just did a video with like, because at one point it was like DK guys, Fly guys. And then like, I don't, I can't remember what other brands were out of there, but they had a handful of brands. So it was like a very eclectic group of, group of riders. So they did the system video and it was awesome. <laughs> Tell me one Lou Bickle story. Man. Or what's the other, what's the other guy? The fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> one combo Catfish story. lived there too. Sorry. Catfish yeah. Is catfish. From from yeah. 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 Questa. Um, so, and sh- the, so shout out to Joe Cup and uh, Steve Luckett. Steve Luckett. Yeah. For, also VW guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And I don't know if I don't know if you follow Steve Luckett at all now, but he um, he's gone from Volkswagens to like old Econo line vans. Yeah. So he has this Instagram Instagram called Bagged Boxes now. Okay, and it's just like he has his own that he's done, and it's amazing. But he highlights like different vans of that model and style that are just decked out and dope looking. That's cool. So all right, back to this Bickle story. Um, yeah, so Lou Bick, the so I'll just tell you the first time I laid eyes on Lou Bickle was when I was a young kid and like to first started riding the skate park. <laughs> the first impression I saw of him was him charging the vert wall. And our vert wall was huge. Mm-hmm. Like I actually don't even know how tall it was, like it was but it was tall. Yeah, yeah. It was way up there. And quick transition, a ton of vert on it. This dude was at coping height doing tail whips and not landing them. <laughs> Hucking for hours. He would literally go straight up the vert wall and his body would be above the coping. And he was like, you ever see like when kids are trying to learn tail whips for the first time, they're trying them and the bike's way over their yeah. head and it's everywhere. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, you're going to get hurt. That was Lupicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because there's not, I feel like I was not expecting a bike riding story, but that's good. Yeah. yeah I mean, out. that was the first time I had ever seen yeah. him, you yeah. know? And then, uh, <laughs> I should get him to give away like a, a Nora cup or something one year. I guess it'd that'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty good if give have him just like give away like video. That would actually be awesome. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be yeah. down. Yeah. He's, he's a wild dude. Yeah, I don't even know who he is from him aside from him going on that, like he's props a, 13. And yeah. He ate, ate the light bulb. Yeah. yeah. FBM yeah. Albert street, yeah. which Albert street is just like a is, legend in BMX name from downtown character. Youngstown. So the whole, the whole Albert street movie was, named after a street in youngstown oh wow okay that makes um, sense yeah if what was up with seen... steve cuesta was he just like your riding buddy because man his footage too every time i saw it i was like this Dude, guy is amazing he's, he's still sick he rides he started oh, he's his own so good um, he was so unique yeah like, he started his own painting company paints houses the whole deal 
Um, he named it Questico, and I feel like it's because Dave had Mirico. Yeah. So yeah. he, he kind of like bit on that a little bit, which is really cool. But King Shitco. King Shitco. Yeah. He has a <laughs> tattoo on his shoulder. It's like a it's like a turd with corn and flies around it. It has a crown, like a Biggie Smalls crown. And it just says Questa King, has that? Yeah, and it just says King Shit in like a Miss America ribbon, like draped across the turd. Why would he did was that like did he lose a bet? No, I think, I think that's just him. I was like, wait, did he? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's just what he, he – that was just him. He was just a funny did, guy. Did he you... did things for, for like, the fun of it and, like, basically he like he likes entertaining people. Yeah. You know? Like, he was such a legend if you were, like, yeah. from my era, like, watching BMX videos at the time, like, any footage he had, yeah. like, any contest. And he's like, still Who is that guy? Too. He cr- there's, Sick. like, a really small skate park in Austintown, which is, like, a, my hometown. And – uh there's a really small skate park there that's still open and it's it's indoor, so he goes there and rides it. And... Did all those guys trip when you started like getting to do tours and doing well, or did you go to Woodward first and get like that kind of um, dialed before you did do tours? How'd that so chapter fir- change the go? The first year they did do tours, oh five. Um, I was at Woodward, but I think that was my first year there. So, so you went as like a visiting pro, or did you go yeah, and, like stay yeah, there? Yeah, I went as a visiting pro, and then. Um, trying to remember how it happened so i went as a visiting pro and then i rode for hoffman at the time and target was a part of that whole deal and uh kathy kathy mcgrath was the uh team manager for target at the time and she went along to do the all the levi stuff yeah and shout everything. out to kathy the yeah. levi's she's chapter the too yeah, yeah. another chapter i mean he's got a lot of chapters mm-hmm. <laughs> we're only at woodward now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he's like 17 right yeah. now yeah. so um, yeah. So I was at Woodward. Anyways, Kathy offered me a, Sorry, a job the... at Woodward. She basically it was for me to just go there and be what was called a target rep. Okay. So my job was to literally just ride, like ride, hang out with the campers, and if I saw a camper do something cool, give him a target gift card. <laughs> what a gig! Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I got paid weekly to do that. So basically, you hung around all day. Kids were doing shit, and then just looking at you afterwards yes, and exactly. being like, "Did they know you were the target rep?" <laughs> yeah, like they sure got around. At, at like the, you know, when they meet the for all the kids for the first day of the week, they kind of introduce people, so they always yeah. want me there. Like, oh, this is Anthony Napolitan. He's the target rep. You know, he he might give you some prizes or whatever if you guys are killing it or you know whatever yeah. they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I did do tour in 05, only made it to the second stop. I blew like my run in Kentucky, blew my run. Actually, my runs in Kentucky were okay, but then in Denver, I blew it, and I didn't have enough points to stay on the tour. Is this a first year of do tour? Yeah, okay. 2005. And then- uh, How old are you at this point? Let's see, graduated high school in 04, and- Okay, yeah, yeah. 19. So nine, Yeah, 18. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then basically I was like at Woodward riding all summer. And then uh, my buddy that was the bike director at the time, his name's Andy Alvarez. Um, He lived there full time. And I was like, dude, I don't want to leave. Like this is too much fun. So I took a job after summer camp and was literally just doing what they call lost boy stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like cleaning the buildings, emptying the foam pits and doing all this prep that like leads into next summer stuffing mail like all kinds of crazy stuff um go well, for gopher guy not not crazy yeah. i guess you know just, just <laughs> well, whatever yeah. keeps yeah. it running yeah, you know, in the just, off season yeah just whatever needed mow the, so you, mow the lawn so you stayed yeah. during yeah. the off season yeah. 
the, so no. the whole time during the summer, I was like watching Dew Tour and just envious. I wanted to be on tour and competing on dirt and this and that. And I just went into full like progression mode, mm. just learning everything I could and just getting super dialed, just putting stuff on repeat nonstop on the resis, you know? Who's who's the session with those days? Um, well, it depended be- between like the wintertime and the summertime. But uh, like in the summertime when the sessions were like the heaviest, um, it was usually me and Daniel Dares because that's when Dares that's came on was, the scene. Yeah. And he was like living at camp too. And this is no, this is n- barely any English Dares, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely any Pre- English. Pre-veneers. Pre-veneers. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Daniel. The, Just, probably so the version so of Daniel that he yeah. wants to forget about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just he and I... And then whoever was, oh, Axel Jurgens okay. lived there at the All time right. and Alistair Witten was still riding a bunch. So it was a pretty heavy crew. Steve McCann was there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was, but, there was yeah. a lot of people. But it wasn't, it wasn't you solo in a wear out. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, it was dudes that were killing it on Detour yeah, at the time. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So I was able to kind of ride with all those dudes and feed off the momentum and learn new stuff and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, How um, is it like, uh, you know, I always think of Woodward. I think of like Beswick and Kagi and like right. you know Robinson and like kind of those secret sessions. John Parker, and, yeah, and like I it, saw like, the body burial on Vert with my own eyes. That's you awesome. know, like insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at that time it was like you're either from Greenville or yep. Woodward, or you're like one of the other people. But like those exactly. were like the two main scenes, and everyone else like that. You know, then there was like me and Gary from San Diego and a few guys from here and there. Yeah. But it was like either like European dudes. Woodward yeah. or Greenville. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. that was like the yeah, way you, you lived. If you wanted to like be a top competitor, you either had to find your way into Woodward or move to Greenville. What what was it that made it so on a like that was the only path? There like for you really... for, for you. I mean question for both yeah, you guys, I, I guess. I don't think there was any like I feel as far like as the what, pro- going into just, tour? just like being competitive, like being in oh. that being in that environment and like the level of riding or the the foam pits or the training. I was facility. never really there for that. I would just if I'd went, you know, I'd see it real quick. Yeah. Like I'd only go to Woodward for like four days. Yeah. Real quick. And then Are you this asking is like insane. what the motivation is to be that type of rider or yeah. what, or how or Well, I just think it's unique that there's two spots in the country that oh, like yeah. are producing riders yeah. that yeah. are competitive uh, uh, on like a national level. True, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think rider wise, like, um, I've always liked to compete. Like I grew up playing football and soccer and whatever, like as a kid. And then when I found BMX and then realized like you could compete, I was like excited about it. You Mm -hmm. know, I entered the one amateur contest at section eight and, uh, and I won my first ever contest. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to ride like pro contests after this, whether I like had any business being in a pro contest or not. So I just kept doing that. And just over the years, it just became super fun. I I think I just like the challenge of it. And I don't know, I guess I'm probably a little bit of a showman on top of that. Not as big of a showman as like Hucker by any means, because no (laughs) one's bigger than Hucker's showmanship. But um like maybe that's what, maybe that's the, the attraction. The like it's that it too, that you know? style of like person. Or like yeah, yeah I'm I I want to I want to be here, yeah. so I need to be there. I was I was well, actually telling far, those were the places that had the wood or the the foam pit, the resi, the resi quarter, the resi the spine, compound, like yeah. the place to like progress your riding in that sense. Yeah. Where, yeah. And there wasn't those places. They weren't like they are now, where they're all over the place and yeah. in different areas mm-hmm. and things. Back then, it was like that's where the dudes who were doing it lived. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I was telling a friend the other day, Seems like, like yeah. I, the the reason I love 
like BMX, really just cycling in general, because I'm sure you guys see I do a lot of mountain bike stuff too nowadays. What is that? Huh? What is that? Mountain biking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I just enjoy I enjoy the process of learning things. I enjoy the I enjoy the fear of it. I enjoy the challenge to get to the goal and the outcome of it. Yeah. Like I just love the process. I think if the process was removed, like I just I wouldn't I wouldn't like it at all. You know what I and mean? That makes sense why you've had all these chapters because you're not scared at like starting over and doing something because then yeah. you did the Woodward thing. Mm-hmm. Woodward or sorry, Dutor champion after Woodward and then you became like a top mega ramp competitor and then started inventing right, tricks yeah. in that style of riding whereas like you just tried it and you you weren't the best at it in the beginning but then you know by the the second or third x games in it you were competing for yeah, medals, medals at every one yeah exactly you do um, put your head down in that too and just like I, I got this when like when i saw you riding mega ramp i was like what is he doing yeah and i think and about I that like, a lot Damn, too he got really good at it like, yeah. i think about that a lot too cuz the first year that i went to x games was in 06 and i got a bronze medal and then after 06 they clipped dirt mm-hmm. and I was like a top competitor at the time and they just kind of pushed us in this direction. They were like, Hey, we're going to do this open qualifying thing. Try it out. If you like it, cool. If you don't cool, you know, and I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, this is sick. So I like actually my first, my first mega ramp contest. I got a medal too, I think. Yeah. I guess it was yeah. right away. You just, yeah. but for me it was surprising because the quarter is like 27 feet and you know, I didn't, like take you as like a yeah. huge quarter guy, but you got used to it pretty fast. Yeah. And to be honest, like a lot of my quarter pipe riding skills come from section eight because we had an eight foot tall quarter that had like four inches of vert on it. Mm-hmm. So like riding a vert ramp really, or riding stuff that was vertical like that really wasn't, um, something different for me, but it was just some adjustment because obviously that transition is like a day long, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you get to the top, you're like, what do we do? <laughs> um, so, so going back to the Dutor days, like how, how long did, so you, oh, five, you, you stuffed it. Yeah. Right? Stuffed and, it. Yeah. And then right oh, in- oh, 06 champ, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yes. from last to first, basically. Yeah. yeah so you literally it. on oh, five, you had not, you couldn't kick continue to compete because right. you did yeah. so poorly yeah you had to stay in the top that, 30 that was the not uh, doing that poorly but you got well you know, like, i mean oh, yeah. really good. Poorly, you, had to, you yeah. had to do good yeah. to stay in it yeah. right yeah top yeah, 30 that, i think that was on. the that was the nbc marketing ploy right there the cinderella story is Ooh, what yeah. they called it okay oh <laughs> first to la- or last to first yeah um but yeah again it was just like putting the time in i knew what i want well I didn't know like in the winters and spring leading up to 06 due tour that like I wanted to win. I just wanted to, my goal was to get out of the open qualifier. Yeah. I was like, I just want to get out of the open qualifier into the finals or yeah. whatever, you know, not the finals, but like into the show, stay the in, the, stay in all yeah. six yeah. stops or whatever yeah. it was, five stops. And then I qualified in, in uh, Kentucky, I qualified from qualifying into the finals. And I was like, oh my God, this is like an incredible bonus. Like this is just this is so cool, you know? So I put like, put a first run down and back then it was best run count only two runs. Mm. Um, so I put a good run down and I was in like sixth or seventh or something like that. And I was just so hyped and I was like, you know what? I got nothing to lose. I'm just going to put my hardest tricks like into my second run. And if I pull it, 
I'm going to be stoked. Yeah. You know? And if not, you already got a six or a seventh. Yeah. Like that's already better than what you expected to get. Yeah, exactly. You made finals. And I did that. And then I was like in first place. Dang. And I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. And Let's then see. as the rest of the riders kept going along, I was just still in first. And then it was like, this is the only guy left that can take him off the podium. Luke Parslow is about to drop in, blah, blah, blah. And he blows it or oh something. Oh my God. And I was just like. That was the first one the next year? Yeah. Wow. Louisville. That's awesome. And I was just. Below, I couldn't even believe it, you know. I like called my mom and I was like, I won this contest. And she's like, Oh, that's so cool, honey. And she has like yeah. no idea. She's like, You won and another like, section eight contest. Good yeah. job, Anthony. And I'm like, I won 15 grand. And she's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then Solid. she was like, Oh, that was the turning point too, a little bit for her because yeah. at this point I had um, finished one semester of college at Youngstown State University. Mm. And I was like, mom, I'm moving to central Pennsylvania for the summer. And then mom, I'm staying in central Pennsylvania through the winter. I'm not going back to school. <laughs> and then mom, I made 15 grand at the first contest. Right. Oh, and then this is looking like it's paying off as history would know it. Uh, that all just kind of snowballed throughout the year into. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> oh, you're a disaster. Oh, man, there you go. You're falling apart. Um, from the marketing side, I always think that like, so you're this, you know, you're a good looking dude, marketable. Right. They're like, look at this that guy. Helps. Look, we can put all these logos on him and the <laughs> logos look great because he's pretty, you know, like that type of thing. Cinderella story. Yeah. Like, What's fun is it It was that. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. Yeah. Like, we, you know, you have NBC, NBC producers going like, all right, but like, say how sad you were or something <laughs> like that. What'd you feel like? <laughs> you know, like I could see somebody being like, but like. What did you feel like when you lost? Because right. you lost, you sucked. You know, like get you down in the gut, the gutter. You know, like the good thing, um, I guess that I had going for me. Although I was, um, I don't want to say an inexperienced rider, because when you're winning stuff at that level, you're obviously a, a, a good at what you do. Yeah. You know, um, but for some reason, I've always been pretty well spoken, and I kind of like what Dennis said, like adapting to different things. And I have all these chapters in my life. I've never been afraid to really excel or just do something different. Mm -hmm. So talking on TV became, was first off from the, from the get go, very natural for me to do. Like I didn't fear it. I didn't get choked up on words. I knew what to say. Yeah. Like pretty good at manipulating a conversation too, because that happens too. Like they're going to try and throw something at you that, Maybe you don't want to talk about yeah. it, or maybe it's this. And in going it's through create riv- rivalries, right? It's horrible saying that. And word. as soon as I won, like that first stop, like the brands that were like I had Target behind me, and mm-hmm. then and then Right Guard jumped on too because they were part of the whole. It was like Target, Right Guard, Hoffman bikes mm. or whatever, yeah. you know. So I was like right into. Um, See, now I'm lost for words. I jinxed myself. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I was right into media training with uh, through Target. Oh, they put you stuff. in media training. Yeah. Okay. So, I I mean, I've been through, like, I can't even keep count of how many me- different media training courses I've been through. Um, Damn, but talking nice. on TV and stuff free. like that. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's, like, one of the awesome pullbacks from it all, too. Yeah. Portland 2010. That's a, I'm trying to find old Dutor videos in the first Dude, I feel like the very first stuff was, like, internet wasn't... Yeah. That ain't even old. That's yeah, like that's 2010. Of, 2010. 
Yeah, the first video is literally like a fucking I think Yeti I or won something that one. like that. Ooh, you are. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's, let's watch. <laughs> Dennis pretty was like, one. I did pretty let good fucking, at let me organ ones. I always, one. <laughs> I always killed it at those organ Because they were indoor, dude. I hated the wind. That's the one you got fucking maced at. I might have. It literally is. No, it wasn't. 2010? Like, no, that was street maced. style when I got maced. What, By the, I love this talk. With a can about. of mace? Yeah, I got mace. Wow. Fucking eyes. <laughs> whenever, was, whenever, De- whenever cool Dennis, like, whenever Dennis did this tail whip and got melted, you know? Whenever Dennis nope. did good at contests, he'd be like, just get all the boys and just be like, wow. Like, <laughs> that, wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't if I did good. That was just after every contest. There he is, right Here there. He He's already <laughs> thinking about the after party. <laughs> Actually, this. So when you when you win a when you win a do tour in two thousand six, and especially the Duke Cup, yeah. like you literally uh, had a fucking day named after you in Youngstown, right? I did, yes. Like uh, November twenty eighth. All right, yeah. happy Anthony Napoleon Thank Day twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I mean, that's crazy, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there were a lot of uh, incredible things that happened during that year that I look back on all the time, and I'm just like, dude, like this is real yeah or you know what i mean like i have a a lot of things that i'm proud of you know and it's funny because i didn't i never Mm. really told anyone about um Mm. yeah dennis other (laughs) two the other way i think you beat me at this one you haven't gone yet oh yeah they used to put them in the order huh from the top to bottom (laughs) (laughs) see i didn't do good at that one but we still went out (laughs) baby baby nyquist but yeah, I never really told anyone about Anthony Napolitan Day until a few years ago. Oh, really? It was funny because like Chase got a day in Austin. Austin for X Games. Yeah. Yeah. And, Ooh, uh, and damn. He would post about Seven it all the time, truck. and I was like, "What is this setup at the end?" I thought you were just fucking around, but <laughs> I think everyone starts jumping off of it. <laughs> I think Mad Dog front flipped off of it. He's a madman. God, he might have won this one. Dude. I remember, might have. What a fucking story. Yeah, because I said casual, I think, in the title. So I think this is the first oh, yeah, casual. Yeah, yeah. Here right we here. go. He did him. He Boom! seriously does him the best. It's yeah. like he's doing the front flip. He's doing. <laughs> there it was off the berm. God damn. Molly Gosh. Oh, my. Oh, my. Molly Gosh. Man, there's so many. Yeah, there's people picking brands. up crazy sponsors so during the Dew Tour days. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, when Chase started posting about his day, I was like, I have a day. Like. I, I need to post about that. Like, I feel yeah. it, it's funny because Dennis is like, I don't think the internet was doing its thing back then. It really wasn't. It wasn't. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, because I, I was, I didn't do the whole first year of Do Tour, but I watched it. And I think I just, you just watched it on NBC. Yeah, just watch it you on watched NBC. it that one time yeah. and then it was gone unless it came back up somehow. But yeah, you, yeah. you knew when it was coming on TV and you watched it. Yeah. And it was epic. You know, yeah. what's cra- you know what's crazy is I'm pretty sure like that was like the Fat Tony era for, for Ride. But yeah. I ha- I have all his tapes in the garage, oh, whoa. and like they're all they're all like in there. It'd be funny, obviously, if I could invent like more time <laughs> or a clone or something right, like yeah. that. An but employee like, go through, to go empl- through it all. Is that what they're called? An employee would help this guy. Employee, yeah. All right, <laughs> let me clone, work on that. More time. <laughs> <laughs> An employee for the. But it'd be crazy. It'd be company, crazy to go through some of those because I'm sure there's some funny shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I filmed one or two of them, and I definitely remember like. Kagi slipping out and like shooting through some trap door underneath a grind yeah. box mm, or something right. like that yeah. and he like pops out yeah and it was like yeah because the sides of the park course had that mesh stuff on them they yeah. weren't solid because yeah. it was all built on the um scaffold no i think he like yeah. it was like a board he went through or oh, something. Was it? it was like i don't know one time knows, kevin but... corrali in practice aired a big quarter and when he landed it went it, through the, the training the drop. dropped down like yeah 
and he slammed like the quarter fell under. It created his. a curb, so the bottom like, of the this transition high, high dropped table. down. Yeah. And it oh, was, like the platform collapsed. Yeah, it was literally oh, collapsed. So like he landed this. the quarter. So fell he boom. did a flare straight into a, a front wheel. Oh snapped my his frame. God. Yeah. But he oh just my God. Slid. Yeah. That was crazy. I forgot about that. Where's Junkin? Get Junkin on that clip. I know, right? <laughs> Junkin. It was it was whoever saw it in practice. I was not filmed. I remember there was nobody filming. There's shit money on the table. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the one year Mira was just destroying the park course. He was on a mission, yeah. dude. He was just annihilating everything. He was one practice qualifying, whatever. Got to the finals slid out on something and hit um one of those like barrier fence things oh and, and, he, just and he, so grabbed he grabbed it grabbed it yeah threw it on the park yeah course. i actually so seen cool. that because i was during like fuel tv firsthand oh, that yeah. clip went viral on yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I, I feel like i was there but i don't know if i just like watched that clip a couple of times yeah, because like, it's so it was, great. Screen, it was like yeah, such a yeah. raw mirror moment totally, you know yeah. like one of those things he but um I mean, shit had to pop off though. Like, like I'm thinking like sponsor wise. Oh, like yeah. you had an agent, Absolutely. I assume, at this point. Um, correct? Not through all of 06, but at the time, um, because I was with Hoffman Bikes and stuff, Steve Swope was starting to dabble into the agency. Okay. So what ended up happening was um, Steve started working for an agency called IMG, which is a, r- a really big agency in mm-hmm. LA. And he lived in Santa Monica. So Steve ended up being my agent for so long, probably till about 2013. And that was about when he moved over into his role okay. um, at Woodward Camp now. Um, so, yeah, Steve did a lot of my dealings for for stuff for me, for sure. And uh, I guess kind of what I'm getting at is like win the cup. Get a fancy blue car. Says <laughs> Dew Cup on the thing. Name. You got a fucking day in the town. Yeah. You know, orange wheels. The whole fucking. You know, like I. I mean, One I guess year changed a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You uh, you had a rapid ascent, and it, uh, did that have any sort of like pressure or fucking you know because i feel like sometimes right. it's yeah, like totally. you get a peak and then you're like all right do i have to keep going up or do i hold it and the the idea of when it finally goes down right yeah um i t- to be honest i didn't really feel the pressure at all mm-hmm. i was so stoked for contest season to start again in 07 this and that i was like ready had new tricks was like super pumped and then um there's what we called the Dutour dirt curse and the Dutour Dirt Curse was not broken until Nyquist eventually won a Dew Cup, which was like maybe four what? or five years down the line. What is the curse? So the Dirt cur- Curse is um, <laughs> in qualifying, the previous Dirt champion gets hurt in his first run. So in Louisville 06, Gutler did the tail whip to Indian Air Seat Grab mm-hmm. and smashed his face in. And then... For me in 2007, I it was a windy and dirt. I remember, but did a tail whip, a straight whip on one of the sets, mm-hmm. and the wind caught me, over rotated, separated my shoulder, so uh. I couldn't ride. In Baltimore was the first stop that year, I think. And then Cam White won the Dew Cup that year, and he got hurt as well. Like so, there was like That's if you crazy. won the Dew, if that. you won the the cup in dirt, it was only in dirt. If you won the cup in dirt. You were like getting hurt basically <laughs> the, the first stop next year. Yeah, that's crazy. I, th- I can't remember. I think Cam, I want to say he did something to his knee. I can't remember, but something happened. And the and the curse wasn't broken until uh, Mr. Consistency himself, Ryan Nyquist. 
Who's the, who's on. the best competitive BMX rider of all time? I think Nyquist. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think, always bet on Nyquist. I give you I yeah. give you my top 3. Okay. I think it's in, I think in no particular order, I think it's Durs, Nyquist and Logan. Ooh. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think Dur I mean, I think Durs has won more than anybody. Probably. Yeah, you're probably absolutely right. Love yeah. him or hate him. I what about him. Garrett though? Love like him. when you see him he, the amount of times he yeah, hasn't pulled Garrett. a first run, you're like, someone else is going to win this park one. Stuff. Yeah, I guess I and said then he I, just, I opened it up. He's so good but, with turning it on and not letting the pressure get to him, but like pump him up to. I think I think everything. I think percentage wise. On the next one. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well then what about Mira and? Uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And Bestwick. Oh man, we could talk about this all day. Yeah. And then you got. it's Stop. You're doing that thing again. You said Park. All right. I did. No, I didn't. I didn't. But I think. I think. I think. Percentage wise, Garrett. Contests entered versus contest won, Garrett. Okay. You know, yeah. but I think like yeah. Dur I feel like Durs is like the span of time and like the amount True. of like whatever multi million miles he has flown. He's probably yeah. been like, on the podium, you know. Yeah. He's the, probably riding an event in two different countries right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like leaving to leaving one now to get yeah. go to another. I'm, like, I'm gonna say like that's his career like most, contest most on the weekends. Competitive yeah. <laughs> and like let's say po like most winningest podiums, I think like Nyquist and Dares probably have like a good, mm -hmm. good battle for it. Yeah. Um, Garrett obviously has a lot, but there. Yeah, like what you said, Garrett's Garrett like consistent. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, Dares was winning due to our stuff a bit before Garrett was. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, and there's just more park events. There are. You know? Yeah, like, that, that's the other yeah. thing too. Um, Always has been. But I think I if like... we're going on like personality traits too, like Garrett's well up there for competitive type of guy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Even Compe though, like visually, it doesn't look like Garrett's that dude, but when he gets out there, he wants. He's to really win. good at yeah. like the contest helping him to pull that run. That's impossible. Right. Instead of like most people, like it makes it harder to land. It's like, I mean, let's just be real. He is just a freak of nature on a bike, <laughs> dude. I filmed. Like, I, doesn't matter if he's in a contest or in the streets, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I filmed. I filmed him at his he's house a, a couple of days ago for the when Van was here for the Source mm -hmm. Bike Check stuff, and yeah. Van and I were literally like looking at each other every time you would say a trick you know and then we would look at each other and it'd be like basically i mean there was a couple it took right. a few tries but there were most were like pretty much like pretty first, much first go try. or first three goes and i'd look after you pull it i just look at van and be like just like laughing you know like <laughs> yeah. it is still so impressive like oh it's just, yeah it's just i you can't i can't even recommend a trick to him because i'm like i don't know if this is like impossible Right. Or if it's just way below his level, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like, no, like, I did that like, like a while yeah, ago. like, no, that's not good. And I'm like, okay, well, that was impossible. We need to get him back on so, the podcast. He was someone yeah. that I realized I haven't, he hasn't been on the podcast since I just did it at my house. I think he was like, yeah, and it was all two or three. a lot of super, wall. super Nike focused too, because it was like kind of on the cusp of that. Yeah. I can't even that, remember. So. Um, but yeah, he'd be sick to have back on. Uh, what was, so obviously 2006 was great. Mm -hmm. Is it like, you know. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go buy a fucking house on the hills, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like that one. Well, you know, no, I'm gonna be the fucking. I'm gonna house own, on the hillside, like uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yes. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little so. condo on the hillside. <laughs> exactly. I got myself a nice little. I did. I in 2008, I bought a nice little condo in State College on the hillside. Okay. It was nice. Um, and then yeah, I was just kind of doing the contest scene, yeah. like, you know, win some, lose some, whatever. Like, I don't. Every year wasn't like 06. Yeah. 
like I was just on fire. I had the I had the ingredients. I had the the rhythm. It was just everything was just piecing together too yeah. well, you know. Um, you know, hurt my shoulder in 07 and kind of like struggled throughout the whole year with the shoulder thing. Cause it was like the first time I ever separated it, it was like a de- third degree separation or something. And I was like getting fixed up and like riding in shoulder brace at the second stop. Like probably could only lift my yeah. arm to here. And that, and honestly, the only year that I really felt a little bit of pressure was that second year of due tour is the first time they're going to be in Cleveland. So I wanted to put on like oh, a yeah. good, almost like hometown style showing. Cause Cleveland's only an hour from where I grew up. Um, and they were using me for all the marketing too, for it. Um, see, that's what, I, that's what I mean by the pressure. Right. Yeah. Like... And it wasn't even that it was a lot of pressure because of the marketing. I think I put more pressure on myself because I was like, my shoulder is like not the greatest, yeah. you know? And, and then they and had like Nyquist said, that's always... side by side with me. So we were like fake trash talking the whole time, like during like, uh, meetings with like the news and whatever it was, you know, yeah. we were just having fun with it, but. <laughs> and it's so hard when. Like, especially in those, like, right in the beginning of your contest season when you're trying to get your shoulder better a month later for the next one. And then all this practice that you're doing to kill it the whole season through, all you're doing is, like, trying to maintain just to be able to do those tricks. Yeah, and I'm doing a little bit of these, and then I'm, like, picking up the stars and put them in my pocket over here for the shoulder (laughs) workouts, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like, you shouldn't be riding a contest, but you kind of, like, you make yourself do it. Yeah. And then exactly. all year you're just struggling because you never get on top of the injury. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. That one sucks. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'd say like from, man, I have, let's see, I have, I'm just trying to think of like what, tro- it's weird. I'm like, keep track of memory sometimes with like trophies. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, I think I've like, you know, a bunch of trophies from 06, bunch from 07. And then 08 was, was still a really good year. Um, but like I wasn't hitting like do tour as hard. I was still qualified like top 10 year end or something like that, you know. But I think I was like at that point I was starting to get burned out on like contest stuff almost, you mm. know. And then uh, 2009 is when I got picked up by Red Bull. That's another chapter. Yeah. Because that was like, yeah, like you were kind of traveling around doing their TV show with them. And that was when like dirt contests were turning into like weird box jump contests at fairs. And like, there was right. a weird, yeah. like, Oh yep. weird yeah. All the ASA Did I just Ooh, here we box go. things. Yeah. And that wasn't really there your you style. You've yeah. already done it. There it is. There she is. Finally, all of this oh, searching. Man, wow. dude, look this, at that hair. This looks like, this is what I look at this golden boy. Colin McKay right next to you. <laughs> yeah, he is riding for duffs. Yeah, yeah look, dude. there Fucking it is. Right guard, Max's, right Duff's, Target, Hoffman Bikes. And that was after one yeah, win. You got, all those, you got all those sponsors after one? Or was the first one where you're already on all these companies? No, so the I was on Hoffman, and then they had a co-sponsor, which was Target and Right Guard. So once the first stop of Louisville happened, they were just on board right away. Um, And then... Brian Osborne at Duff's. Did you win like everyone this year? Because you're already in first after. You must have won this one too. I did, yeah. So So two in a row. At this point, so I won Louisville. I got second in Denver. I got third in Portland. And then I I didn't like the course in uh, San Jose and I got like sixth or seventh or something. And at that point, the points changed. They were pretty tight. So when I got six, Parslow did good and he moved up to overall title okay so when i landed in orlando 
for the final stop, my mindset was like, I'm winning. I don't care. I'm winning this. I'm mm-hmm. going to win this contest. And literally that's what I did. I went practiced and then there's a practice like that goes on before finals. Mm-hmm. And I went up, I took one run. I did the run that I wanted to do. And then I just went and chilled somewhere until they called my name for the runs. And then I dropped in first run, did that, and I just stayed in first the whole time. Damn, that's so sick. <laughs> but I was so dead, like mentally that that was probably like I was using the whole mind over matter deal super hard, mm-hmm. like going into Orlando because I just I really for whatever reason the competitive edge took over because I feel like up to that point I was having so much fun, like doing what I was doing and I was just falling, kind of falling into these placings. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I got bumped out of the, into second for the overall point, like, I got to focus. I was like, yeah, I was like, got to focus. I'm going to win this. That's cool. It works. Blah, 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 I feel blah. like a lot, most times that doesn't work for people Yeah, when they get all like yeah. fun to serious. And then it's like, eh, yeah. that doesn't work. I, but that's I cool. It worked for you. I literally showed up and in my mind, I was straight business, but on the outside, I was still like the same guy that was at the following four stops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, I'm winning this shit. Like, and I'm not leaving until I win, you know? <laughs> That's dope. That's Does how you that, do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's hard for me to understand like the, the, how somebody that was a longtime competitor and has been like the champion, right. you know, and like not being the champion anymore, yeah. you know, like I feel yeah, like yeah. that just tears people apart sometimes, you know, like, yeah, you can never, yeah, a lot of people it. like want to retire or whatever that yeah. seems to happen with those champs, you know, the real quick dudes who get like two years of just annihilation yeah. and then everybody learns yeah. their tricks. I mean, no, no hate, but Dosh, Dosh was like yeah. fucking came up and then There's it was so like, many, and then you know? it, yeah. yeah, you know, like I, just because I saw him earlier. Yeah. Like, and he's one of the most he, competitive persons that I yeah. know. I lived yeah. with him forever or he lived with me, I guess. I can make coffee faster than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Dosh. Me too. He's funny because he's like you wouldn't think he's this competitive guy. Like yeah, his, his normal day to day. But yeah, I have no idea yeah. what this is. But like the the thumbnail is interesting. Like, like look at this scene. Oh yeah, this like, was this a is, tour. This was so they so they would set these things out. It was almost like total request live yeah. at do tour. I you just, know, it's so funny what the, the day um, and age. I just think of COVID. What no. is his like, name? <laughs> I'm trying to remember Pat that Parnell? dude's name. Was that his name? No, no. Well, this, What's his name? I've never him. It's probably at the very beginning. I could. If it, Do underground. <laughs> oh yeah, I rode for Amp. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Amp? That's like dude. Amp Energy is Mountain Dew. So, but that's what I mean. Like drink. you get that. Yeah. You, so so you is, win the cup, but they're like, hey. You got to ride for AMP. This is 2007. Yeah, like fighting over. It looks like. We got to get him on our team. He's going to win again. So I have DCs on. Rode for DC. The Levi's deal, which was pretty interesting. It started off as Levi Strauss. Mm -hmm. And and then uh, we were like, hey, like Levi's runs ads in Ride BMX. Like what? What is going on here, right? Yeah. So then Levi's was like, okay, forget it. And they just brought the whole program from Levi, Levi Strauss, which is a separate brand of theirs, yeah. into Red Red uh, Tab. Oh, okay. Levi's Red Tab. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was really crazy. But yeah, this is probably 2007. And then I rode for Amp, which was uh, the Mountain Dew's energy drink, yeah. um, which brings more pressure in because due tour you're, you're the golden boy yeah the yeah. whole deal with that um 
Man, you're just really pulling this. Dude, stuff this I'm you're I'm a I'm, I'm, this is fun. This is I am, fun for me to I watch. Am. This is like reliving. I can I can I can go deep into the bowels since he's a hundred the bowels man, of YouTube. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, before the crazy. internet, there was cable TV action sports. Do you think Do you think this will ever well, exist internet was, again for for even like I'm, tour? Yeah, like even this this type thing, like even for um, for skateboarding, like this doesn't really exist. Well, like, they still have uh, they have street series. Street, yeah, street it ain't like this though. Dew Tour was on some other shit. It's not this. And Dew Tour still isn't skate, but it's like really it's just small. one stop in Long is Beach. Is it one stop? Yeah, okay, yeah. they do like so, a yeah. street. I don't I don't think they're gonna be doing it anymore. Oh, okay. That's as far as I because we were. I mean, the build the ride building ten was Dew Tour. And so mm-hmm. as far, I think I may have even said this already on the podcast, but as far as I know that they only kept Transworld Skate alive because they had a contract with Dutor to do it again. Oh. And then after they lose that contract was up, which was, yeah, I think last year, yeah. maybe a wrap. Who knows okay. what will happen though? Because before Dutor, would anyone have ever thought Dutor was going to be the next thing? Yeah. I mean, I hope nowhere. so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hope so. And then before sure. that was like what? Triple crowns. Yeah. Well, this, know, is like, this is like, this is like, but this is like, this is like TRL live. Yeah. yeah. It was that got like, shit was crazy. It was like core tours and then triple crowns and yeah. then gravity games and then do tour. Yeah. You know, and there's even like even gravity like, games was more like the X games version for NBC. It was only one deal, you know? Yeah. But, but then there was like Vans pro cups when everything like else went was, away. It was yeah. uh, Vans yeah. uh, triple crown. Yeah. But then, yeah. yeah then do tour and then what alongside all the yeah. other shit and yeah. then Vans pro cup, yeah. then COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And right. now, and then now like Olympics is like huge. Yeah. yeah. There's always something. It's crazy. Yeah. Always something. But this was an era, man. Yeah. Like, this was an era. Vans Bowl series into a different category because like, well, I feel like even the triple crowns, like, like that style events kind of considered non-endemic, even though Vans has been in BMX for so long. Yeah. Like, I still feel like it was one of those series, but it seems like there was always, if one died, there was always a series waiting to start up. Yeah. And then after due tour, there really wasn't, it was just X games, you know? Yeah. There really yeah, wasn't as far like as a like, big series. I don't think, Yeah, you know? Uh, well, I mean, I guess pro Dutor, cups and Olympics, but you're saying well, that's not, that's I mean, like, Red Bull, Red Bull right. did a lot of stuff too. They yeah. Did, but they've yeah. done a lot of stuff yeah. throughout yeah. the whole I mean, thing. Yeah. There's yeah. always like stuff going on, but yeah, like the due tour, the triple yeah. crown or the Vans yeah. pro cup. More so just Dutor like the was an series era. that has a points chase and yeah. like the whole yeah. deal. You know, yeah. the only thing closest to that right now that I know of is the the triple challenge and yeah. it, you know what I mean? Points it has race, a yeah. points and overall three champion stops, and then, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I love those. Cool. They're fun. They're cool. So. Yeah. yeah two, like two and a half years ago the world was like at hold and people everyone thought everyone was gonna die too. True. So you got yeah, like yeah. people are like yeah. so quick to forget. Like what's going on? It's like yeah. we can do shit normal again. Like that's I'm just, sweet. I mean like <laughs> Like yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy because like you think of the park courses, the do the do tour park courses. It's like so if unreal. I if I post a clip from that, people will be like, "Oh my god, look at the course, mm-hmm. fuck feast!" You know, like right. it's just like yeah. instantly like they go the, nuts. The park courses were like were so sick. Yeah. It was uh, honestly, I loved watching Dennis ride the park courses because he roamed like nobody else did. You know, well, yeah. well that was a cool yeah. thing about those is like yeah, there was the Greenville Woodward crew, but then there was the people you know Garrett and all, like there was a bunch of us that didn't ride foam pits and resis and right. like you could get in there just because the courses were so good mm-hmm. you get so creative yeah. creative they were like blank canvas you didn't need a million box jump you didn't even need to hit the box jump yeah like garrett won a whole do tour one time and yeah. you know beat dave Muir and ryan nyquist with uh-huh. his style because he ripped the course that like hard enough to just really yeah, the whole so thing. and then he made the girl cry right is that what the, is that the he made it like a producer cry or something I don't know. I'm joking. Know. No, that was a, <laughs> I'm joking. it was a, I'm not joking. I'm not joking in the sense of like that it was like after the fact or something. He was doing an interview and then it was he was so like whatever, I don't care. 
oh, like type yeah. thing, you know? Like yeah. you like super be like frustrated a girl Jeez. like really bad. But mm. I'm maybe I'm mixing. I don't remember stories, that. I don't but, know. I don't. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happened during those toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig Mass girlfriend at the time got a clock landed on her head. Oh yeah, the score, the the countdown clock for the runs fell and like really <laughs> like opened her up. Yeah. Holy shit! It she came money. up on there that. There was like a I big remember. lawsuit. Yeah. She made a bunch of money off that. And then Corolla, really? the, yeah. the, the whole ramp drops on Corolla. He's like, it's oh, good. Yeah, and then it's a clock okay, falls man. on someone. They're like, I'm suing you. It's so funny. Different people's. Yeah. Um, how they things. sue and how they don't. The, Look at you right there. I know. Who is this Red Bull? This is this is Red Bull and Anthony Politan's Red Bull intro. This popped up. Yeah. So twelve um, years ago. So Luke Seal mm-hmm. at the time, uh, he was my athlete manager, and he told me we were going to Arizona. Uh, for he wanted to show me. I so I didn't know. How long have you been on Red Bull at this? Point? Like a week, <laughs> maybe not even. <laughs> You just um, wear that same I, I shirt all flew, over the country flew too. To Sh- yeah, exactly. Look they at Luke only, right there. Look at colors. <laughs> How old yeah, is Luke? Luke? <laughs> He's a young buck. Twenty. So I flew to Chicago probably like a week before this, and he took me to dinner somewhere in Chicago, and we're talking. And then he's like, so, and he like gets in this conversation and then he just chucks a hat across the table at me and it like hits me in the chest and I pick it up. It's the, it's my, a Red Bull hat. And he's like, you're in man. And I was like, damn. So I always get confused about this process because at, at dream, dreamline, Mm -hmm. Tyler got on, right? Was that the, the uh, celebration got, he party? Got on, he got on at this other event that they did in Texas. It was like Drew, a d- I think Drew gave him, Drew Bizanson gave him his hat. Was that ev- it was a random event that like nobody saw that had like containers people were jumping in and out of. Yeah. It's kind of like a flop event, honestly. I, like, yeah, I was, saw this. It was, it was weird. some one-off thing. I yeah. don't even remember what it was. But I knew about oh, it because I knew. Houston. That I shot that. Show. I was there. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. It was super weird. I just know about it because that's before, when Tyler got on Before Red I ruined my Red Bull relationship. There you go. Uh, uh, my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I always like, all right, you get, he throws a hat in there. Yeah. And they're like, all right. Yeah. Uh, how much am I getting paid? You know, like, what do you like? How does it work? Because it seems like cart and horse. Like, yeah. So at the time, yeah. Because what if you're at, like, nah, I'm good. The, yeah. Like, no, time, I actually got another offer here, Luke. You made this really awkward so for me. So at the time, Steve Swope was my agent. Okay. So Luke and Steve were doing all the dealings and everything uh, on the back end okay. that I knew nothing about. Right. You know, yeah. I knew that I was in the running for a spot on the team. Okay. But like, it was from what I understood, it was me and a handful of other people. Who'd you beat? I don't even remember to be honest. Like, <laughs> I just remember like one time. This is a little off topic, but when when I was in the running for this, Luke had come to Cleveland. And we were all at Ray's Mountain Bike Park. Okay. So Steve Cuesta at the time, I was like, "Hey man, I'm going up to Ray's. You want to go with me?" So I was like driving up, explaining to him what was going on. You know, the whole time, all he was trying to do is poach my Red Bull deal. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and like he, you know, he doesn't ride do tour or anything. He's like just trying to get in there somehow. He's so funny, but he's making all these jokes. He's like, "Yeah, like you know." I, my agent sent me a deal for Blue Bull the, la- the other week, but I just, you know, I figured I'd wait out for Red Bull, you know. He's just like saying all this awkward shit. Anyways, um, but yeah, so he threw the hat at me and I was like, damn. Like, and in that moment in my head, I'm like, all right, everything's good. Like, this is dope, you know. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, yeah, we're going to take you to Phoenix and uh, we're going to show you like one of Red Bull's distribution plants. We just want you to like see how things kind of work or whatever. And, and we're going to put you in front of like, all the people that work there and and you're going to talk to them. I'm like, cool, whatever. Sounds awkward. It sounds, yeah. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> I'll go. I yeah. don't care, you know? 
it's going to be fun. <laughs> and uh, he, so we're driving in the middle of nowhere. And then we end up at Kirby Chambliss's house, who is a, uh, you know, like a Red Bull air race uh, pilot. So really I got to shit. go. So in, you were literally, God. Yeah, insane. I got to go into Kirby's plane and we pulled six G's in it. And I almost, I was really close to passing out. Yeah. I got crazy tunnel vision. This was actually the moment. I'm fine. Watch, you can see my, oh, uh, oh no, it comes later, I think. But you can see my eyes kind of crap out a little bit in one of the clips. <laughs> um, but uh, the most important takeaway that Kirby told me when once we landed, here it is right here. <laughs> the most important takeaway uh from that he was like hey man pastrana got in my plane and threw up oh. i was like all right all right i'm good <laughs> yeah i would hate that yeah but we pulled six g's he flew the thing backwards he ba basically drove the plane straight up into the air and then he balances it and uh slows down till he's not going anywhere Fuck. and then the plane shuts off because the airflow keeps the engine going from the front at this point we're flying he's flying it backwards straight down towards the earth and then it whip and then he turns it and it whips around and then the engine starts back up and he starts going again he's just push starting a fucking plane Damn. basically yeah yeah Jesus. Yeah, I always think about cool. dudes like that where you're like, yeah, he just like does that every day. <laughs> you know, like you're like, you. this is what you do. So, like, what's so this is his hangar at his house. He lives in a, in a pilot community, which is a thing. So it's a community where all these pilots live and they have their own hangars that are separate from their, well, some are separate and some are connected to their house. Yeah. And then they all share a runway. There's a, like a community runway. So all these guys are just, act, or all these people are just active pilots and they fly whenever they want. Uh, Kirby had his own runway in his own backyard. Wow, this poor guy. So they're big properties, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's what, I know, right? That's sad. But it, sad people live it was like a that, pretty you know? crazy scene. What a, yeah. I, I assume he was rich first. And then he got sponsored by Red Bull because how do you learn how to fly a plane good I enough? To yeah, get I feel like yeah, I mean I don't I don't no know Kirby's yeah grassroots yeah. flight program. I can't speak That's for really Kirby's story, exists. but I'm assuming like a lot of people that get into aviation well -to -do. probably yeah. come from some money or whatever. Yeah. but you know he's a he's a world can't take it away from him. he is oh, a world champion. Yeah, I'm uh, sure he's... like pilot, athlete, so on so forth. You know. Um. I don't. I do. A lot of people know that you dream. Yeah, Dreamline is is uh. They have you to thank for Dreamline. You're right. Yeah. Got I, it. We yeah. do have a dog underneath I, the honestly, table. I, I, like, I honestly, we, we had a moment in the kitchen, so I'm covered in hair. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> 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 um, the Dreamline. That yes. was that was essentially you. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that the, was all all me and Luke Seal. Yeah. yeah. And what? Adam Alois, of course. He was my go-to. Oh, on, okay. On the For field. building it, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you explain how that all came about? I assume that's like what you're most proud of from the from the Red Bull time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, in in leading up to before that, elevation had come and go, and um, after elevation and like going out to Australia and riding Cam White's yard, like I just developed this uh, just love for really big dirt jumps. Mm -hmm. It's just. I'm a jumper at heart. Like if I, it doesn't matter what bike I'm on. I think now it's, I just like jumping and anything on dirt mm -hmm. is awesome. I'm psyched on it. Um, so going into Red Bull stuff, it was always my, I, 
I would always have to pitch different events or things or projects or whatever that I want would want to do to Luke. And I was like, yo, this is like this project right here that, you know, Dreamline, this is like the the end, like the end all project. This is my pinnacle project, you know? And uh, Luke is actually a pretty smart guy. I know you wouldn't get that based off his looks by any means, but um, he is a really smart guy. And he spun it to Red Bull in a way like, hey, we're going to build this secret training facility for Anthony in the middle of nowhere. And we're going to fly him out to it a bunch and he's going to train for contests. Right. Mm -hmm. So somehow he got all this budget for like Adam and his whole crew to be out middle of nowhere, uh, Wisconsin, Wabasha or sorry, Wabasha, Minnesota is like, right what year the, is it? Just so I can, I was trying to pull uh, it up to, I think 2009, I thought, nah, if it's not nine, it's 10. And it's in Wabasha what? Wabasha, Minnesota. Wabasha, Minnesota. Which is... Dude, I think it was later. Home of grumpier old men. Well, it's... Maybe it's 11. I don't know. Let's see. I think it was like 13. Let's see if this is it first. Riding at Dreamline. No, this is the... That's the last one. That's the last. That's... What year was that, though? 2013. I don't know. 14. That was 13 based off when he posted it, right? Yeah, 2013. So... Try twelve then. Must be twelve because I'm pretty. If the I first can one was the best one. They were the first one was so fun. I just can't remember if we like did one, skipped a year, did another. If they were back to back, I can't remember. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, no, full story. Right I didn't want to totally so, derail it. So 2012. No, you're all good. Um, so basically, you know, he pitched it as like a private training facility so that I could get ready for the contest season and blah blah blah. Um, but we knew that if we built it like proper and made it look amazing in whatever I had to go there and I had to film, um, like a pro a video project. It's pro it's see that one that says the ultimate, no. um, it was yeah. on the last page. See that one, the ultimate BMX dirt course. It's third one down. Third one down. That's okay. the project that I filmed. Okay. For like my private training okay. facility. All right. This, this video actually explains the concept kind of what I'm okay at. well then you'll just stop talking no i'm joking <laughs> I'm done. um anyways we knew if we built this paradise mm -hmm. and we got some higher ups from red bull to come out and see it they would kind of be forced to do an event at it yeah and that's exactly what happened and we got a a list of riders together oh actually this Ooh, is when they're all there this isn't the video that i'm talking oh, about okay but this is this is the riders first coming on the first day of dreamline this was the coolest one because it really felt like just a set it wasn't like right it was just a good size they it, were just good size they yeah. weren't even like massive i, I agree with dennis perfect. too like the the first one was the most um this is the original concept yeah like no judges no stress it's a jam it's literally everyone a who didn't at caddy or posh i literally. think there there was something it's a super like, session yeah. yeah yeah it's literally just a session with all your friends there's some people there. People are drinking, sitting by the bonfire. Like it's it's literally it's literally an East Coast summer day, any day at Caddy or Posh, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, um, the last jump too though was, was the like purest. the biggest jump anyone had hit at the time. Like not anyone, right. but like a lot of yeah. us. I remember that I was like, whoa, I never yeah. gone that fast at a jump. <laughs> it like changed, and then all the other ones were like, all right, all of them are going to be as big as the last jump, which was fun, but it yeah. kind of took away from the BMX feel and went like, yeah. all right, now we're like 
just trying to be huge jump guy. The, the second one was on steroids. The second one was over the top. It the was last one insane. was sick, except for if there was a tiny little bit of wind, the last jumps weren't fun at all. Right, but when there was yeah. no wind, it was that was like one yeah. of the best So the second one was New Mexico. Second one was yeah. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third so one is, was... So uh, hold on. Before we move on okay. from this, this is the one where Brian Foster has the commentary on it, the 360. Yes. Yes. Yeah, God, yeah. that is yeah, an yeah. amazing clip. I have no idea where to find it. The 450? The 450. Yeah, the 450. Yeah. yeah. He's just it's like, probably, he's like, oh, you done fucked up now. Like, it's so good. Like, yeah. Foster this, is another one that we should put on the fucking. Maybe he'll be behind. I remember get, that the, me and him were at the, the hotel, the like rest. having a drink or something, and that 450 definitely came about that night. Yeah. So after Dreamline won, mm-hmm. NBC got involved yeah. because okay. Red Bull had Red Bull Signature Series, and they were highlighting events like Rampage and, and this like is, a bunch. Before of other I click stuff. it, this is that's the second one. That's the second one. Okay. And yeah. I, I went to this. And one. see, you can, and this, this one was really the, fun too. Yeah, but it was yeah. It turned it from huge. like this jam to like all right, one at a time. They were runs. scary. Yeah, yeah. So once NBC got involved, they ruined it. Yeah. The whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like hands down, I'm still mad about it to this day. I could I could actually like, tell. Yeah. They hands down would not budge on anything. It's like you know how when you're watching Supercross on TV, dude. Like if someone takes the lead, it switches when they hit the the finish line again. It's like oh you know, Tomac and. Roxon overcame Tomac or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Yeah. So Oof. they wouldn't like, they wouldn't develop, they wouldn't progress and like develop something new yeah. for the jam format. They just wouldn't do it. So that's when it the second Dreamline, it turned into like one rider at a time. The judges need to focus and blah, blah, blah. Dude, the last they one, they told us it, it was going to be a jam and me and Pat trained the whole time. Yeah. And just like, we like, we killed it. We thought yeah. we were going to do so good. And we did, we got like last and they were like, oh no, we just took best runs. And we never did like tricks over every jump. We just yeah, like, yeah. we're getting down the whole time. They yeah. literally didn't tell us that. And like the, the placing crap. was so weird. We're like, wait, what? Yeah. And they're like, oh no, we didn't tell anyone, but it was best run. And yeah. it was like, whoa. And then that's when everyone was like, yeah. fuck and this. They, like, funny, they, they ruined that. What, what's, Best well, jumps ever, but, funny, but they ruined like the format really from the first the one. Same time. So leading into Dreamline 3 when it was in North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, I knew because I was ha- I had my Red Bull meetings for 20. That was 2014 was my last year on Red Bull. So I already had my meetings going into 2015. So I already knew that I wasn't going to be riding for Red Bull in 2015. So that's weird. How did yeah. yeah? So I went into the last Dreamline like I don't give a shit. Like I just I had the best time at Dreamline. Don't get me wrong, but like I didn't try to like win my own event. I never really honest to be honest from the get go. I never wanted to ride my own events that I was putting on. Is this the last one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm that's so the confused. last one. All right. Um. So okay. the first one, like I chilled because I did the project on it and everything, and it would have been like not like i would have had way more practice than everyone yeah. basically yeah. you know oh you didn't ride the first one no okay. I, I mean i rode in the jam but i wasn't like judged or anything i was okay. just up there having a good time with everyone you know and then the second one when i got more serious with nbc i had a wrist surgery earlier Ooh. in the year so i couldn't couldn't ride the second one okay which honestly the jumps were so big it was like i was i remember god i remember godziak that fall that that's when he took. came that's when yeah. he came he out. arrived yeah, yeah he arrived yeah, yeah exactly yeah um pat but won. uh pat won yeah 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 pat won showed that up one. and won it. and that was the other cool thing about dreamline was <laughs> we had like our set invite list like for dreamline one but the whole the little like kind of backstory on it was 
we wanted random people to show up and come ride too. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were going to take like the riders were going to vote and bring in a couple wild cards of dudes that just showed up. Mm. So at Dreamline 2, Pat was one of those guys that just showed up uninvited. Yeah. And he yeah. got in there and he just won the whole he won. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Which so, is awesome. Which was the was... Cinderella story that Luke got mad at me for because of that fucking X yeah. Games piece. <laughs> So, <laughs> goddamn! I, I, I got, I got it's all mad kind of full circle now. You got in trouble too. I think we said the same thing. Yeah, we said the same thing. We were on the same, but it wasn't bad. Luke, no, fuck! Just it was just saying. It wasn't saying you did anything wrong. No, it was just saying it. that he fucking like was the undercard. That's it. it and he came out and fucking did it. Yeah. like that's it. Sometimes that was the point of Dreamline because, like, the first I, one, like right, you yeah. said, you were allowed to show up, and that's what was sick about Dreamline. Oh God, Hucker! And as Dreamlines, and as the Dreamlines kept progressing, oh no, he did. Got a little knock out and as dreamline started progressing oh, that little that little inside God. rule or that like little inside line about guys showing up was very pushed like, away. taken away yeah. the whole time yeah. you know so, i mean it's it goes it happens all the time we've uh, that absolutely. it just once tv production gets in there and they start mm -hmm. cr start forcing a direction even if it's not necessarily yeah. wrong it just takes away from this vibe and this looseness yeah the whole and it, deal you and, know? It, and it crushes it like and like nothing will ever be like dreamline one yeah because after that it was all they changed it all yeah, you know yeah. like yeah, it like, worked find the way it was and then they changed a couple things and it changes it drastically yeah. you know? and even watching this now like if it was that same format you're like these this line was just as good it was just like the vibes and stuff weren't the same like there was people right, smoking yeah. blunt on the roll-in of finals in dreamline <laughs> yeah. one and it was the sickest thing having beers it was literally like a just the best session ever dude the vibe and like, was there beat was, up by this time yeah everyone was like wait what's Speaking going of beat on? up that happened there at this one we won't talk about oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's one for somebody who experienced it. Yeah, you might need yeah. to have that. Was that guy on the podcast? It, yeah. uh, Nastasio was on it. Okay, but no, we didn't talk about that. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So oh yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> 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 Slipped again. Uh, that was actually not on purpose. I yes. do want to say that, but. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I was shooting. I was shooting photos for Red Bull at this one, and yeah. uh, and I was in the. You guys were all partying upstairs, right? And I was downstairs working on photos, just being like the worst FOMO of my entire life. Like I wanted to be up there so bad, I could just hear it just escalating and escalating yeah. and escalating, and I just and then the bubble done popped. Yeah, and then it went. We so should, it was a, sounded wild. Yeah, we should get away from this one because now yeah. the viewers are like, "Well, tell us." Yeah. Sorry, so guys. well, so let's circle. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. There was because, a fight between BMXers. Who cares? Yeah. 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 Really uh, negative story. Yeah, it's just a bunch of alcohol involved. Uh, but <laughs> You've all it was sponsored before. by beer. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, so do you, I mean, I'm sure you ride with Chris Fox a bunch. You mm -hmm. see that they're pushing the the uh, Oscar. Dale's Oscar Blues. Yeah. Oh, that was the same beer company that same sponsored beer. this. Same beer company. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So, um, yeah, Oscar Blues. Fucking sponsor the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Blues. Um, this was their property because they had a they had a brew or they still have a brewery in the town that this is in called Brevard. Or it's like just outside of Brevard, maybe okay. Asheville. It's somewhere in the gray area. I don't know what the place is called, but um, they own this property and it's called um, the, like the Oscar Blues Farm or something like that. And they ended up turning. So when this was all over, basically from this shark fin here and all the way up to the start, they tore those jumps. No, they left those jumps and they tore down the shark fin 
to the end of the line. Makes sense. And they made it into a gazillion other Mm. jumps. Oh, really? Yeah, and they turned this place into a bike park called the Bike Farm, I think it was. That's awesome. And it was there for a really long time. I think it... I think they sold the property maybe three years ago. Wow. Yeah, so it was there for a really long time. And this area is actually a huge cycling area. I think it's uh, I don't, it's really hard to pronounce, God. but uh, Mike McQueen lives out this way, and it's called Pas- Pasaga. If you notice, Pat didn't do any Saga tricks on the, the first jumps because yeah. he didn't know. We both didn't know. We thought it was a jam, so we were just like getting down in the last ones. Like the first ones are the last ones were the ones. Yeah, you know, like yeah. The first ones were just fun. You had no idea yeah. it was a no, run. We yeah. had no idea. Me and him, we trained most of it. This was when they made us go by ourselves. We're like, why? We're That's like, like I'm getting a score. What? Yeah, no. They, they made us stop one time and do like single runs, and we thought the whole thing was a jam. A it was jam, so yeah. Fucking annoying. <laughs> it was very. Confusing. It was still really fun, but then this happened. We're like, look, Pat's like, I want to go to the top and do that run again. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> He was just getting down. Like he probably he should have won the whole thing again for sure. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, this area is a big cycling area, and I, the Oscar Blues people still have their brewery there. And cool. They had a they actually had a bike company too called Reeb, which is beer backwards. And Zach Early <laughs> rode Genius. for them. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach Early rode for them. Um, I think during Dreamline Two. Okay. Because Zach was another guy where I was like, come out to Dreamline One. It's gonna be sick, you know. So he came out in his van and. And uh, Luke loves Zach Early, too. Um, so he kind of got a deal with Reeb for a while. And they were, I think they're still building bikes, actually, out of Colorado. So they have this, they have, like, a brewery in Colorado, too, I think. And then the stuff on Crazy. North Carolina. And, yeah. Um, at least at least last I heard. So but. you mentioned before this event, you knew you were getting off of Red Bull. How yeah. does that, I just the timing of that is kind of crazy. And yeah. was there a it, reason? Like, were you like, you know, I never, you're just not the guy anymore. I never got a reason for it. Yeah. At the time I had, you know, my third successful series of a dirt event. Yeah. We were two seasons into Ratitudes, which I thought was an excellent series. It was, was yeah. a cool show. Uh, yeah. Hucker and myself and Byzantin and everyone really, yeah. you know, we tried to bring everyone in on that one. Um, things were great. Like I was doing work. You know, I was trying my best and I'm still competing too. Yeah. So still landing on podiums here and there and doing double front flip, no handers or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, progressing the whole deal. So, uh, the, the meeting that I had with them was a huge shock to me. Yeah. I literally, I'm not even a lie. I literally cried in the meeting. Oh yeah, I did. No joke. Cause I poured so much of my heart and soul into everything I did. Dreamline, Ratitudes. The whole deal. Yeah. And I was literally so taken off guard. It was like someone pulled the rug out. You yeah, know? that makes, I mean, it makes sense. It, yeah. it, it's definitely confusing when there's been a couple of them over the years, you know, you're like, why is yeah. he off? Yeah. You know, Dude, those yeah. pads are so and sick. I like, I, I never knew <laughs> the reason for it. And I, obviously we can see there's like literally only in the America, at least there's literally two guys that ride for Red Bull. Yeah. It's like yeah. Garrett and Brock. I think yeah. that's it. Right. Is there, I mean, Durs? He's like Venezuela. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, South yeah. America. Yeah. Or actually, he might be out of Austria now because he's he's oh Durs. because his legacy. Yeah. 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 So, um, but it just seems to me that uh, budgets probably got switched around. Terry. They're taken. Oh yeah, Terry. Terry. I was like, I his, know there's another. I know his is a little different. Yeah. His. But Terry creates his own world, you know, like he's really good at what he does. Yeah. I wasn't saying yeah, that yeah, in a bad yeah. way. No, like yeah. he's so smart. Like he's 
well, he's Flatland, manipulated his contract in a way to where he's still there. Yeah, and, and but, Flatland but kills it. Flatland he, he is something it. that, like, I know for a while he was doing these like college pop up shows. Yep, exactly. And, you know, and a lot like, of think that of that was you, yeah. Did you know about this? Mm-mm. So he would like it, it was just like, all right, I'm gonna activate. Like, yeah. and he has a thing, and he just goes goes to college campuses. And he's like, it just starts fucking riding and people yep, are looking exactly. at it. And it's like, he's like playing a guitar or something really good. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that style thing. That's, street more, performance. that's more so what I was getting yeah, at and without that, having an explanation. And he's repping Red Bull it. and he's like, there you go. You yeah. know, like yeah. that type of thing. And that's yep. like, you can activate and make a presence really quick. You know, and to build right. shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? so, so, yeah. I mean, it's like when Hucker got off, I was like, damn, I felt like Hucker was just like yeah. his energy and I all know. this stuff. Like, just like, it's sometimes, I, it's really surprising when, sometimes. When he told me he was getting Ooh. off i was like well dude you had a great what run. was that one just... superman c grabbed a whip and he just messed it up hucker's like the essence of energy you know yeah yeah they had to change Ooh. the definition when they got oh rid of god him. yeah yeah but it is a bit bu- is a business <laughs> i mean yeah like, it's every, like, every yeah, year you yeah. get a check from fucking i mean energy as we drink go company, through all these like, video clips uh, that we're doing you're like it's not the first big sponsor like i lost you yeah, know? yeah it's yeah, like yeah. target went away yeah, at yeah. one point levi's went away at one point dc went away at one point amp went away at one point red bull went away like i rode so, for mophie chargers at one point that was a big deal too like money wise that was a big deal oh really crazy and that went away yeah. you know so but i mean when you get ones like mophie right, i assume yeah. you think like well if i get this for two years i'm pretty Stoked. hyped yeah, yeah like there's yeah. definitely ones like that totally. where it's like it makes sense but like a red yeah. bull i mean for a while i always considered like red bull you didn't get off a of red bull you know, like yeah, I thought and it that's was what like, they pitched you when like you're getting signed, like "Welcome to the Family," you're yeah, here for life, yeah. and blah blah blah. And then it's like, okay, maybe yeah, not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give me that fucking hat back. But <laughs> in all these experiences, I try, I do my best, obviously, not to hold on to a negative. Obviously, there's still a little bit of negative energy with how the Red Bull stuff panned off. I just wish it would have been more transparent at yeah. the end. Well, it's it's and nice that to know, me dis- like closure on it. You know, if they were more transparent. Yeah. But um, I always try and take the positive from the stuff. Like, literally, I went from that meeting in Santa Monica, and I drove all the way to Menifee where um, Joey Cordova had uh, FOD, mm-hmm. and I had the best session of my life. I've never ridden that great yeah. in my yeah. life, yeah. you know? And I had the same. I you know what's funny? I haven't. I don't think I've ever talked about this. Is I had the same thing when I got when when I got fired from Ride when yeah. Ride shut down. I went and rode my bike. And I had the best session. Yeah. You know, like, and I like rode great and I was like, I don't fuck everything, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, but like in yeah. a weird, in a weird, like, I just need to ride bikes type, yeah. type sense. Totally. And it, and yeah, so I can, I can relate in that yeah. capacity. But and the other ironic thing is I had to leave Santa Monica and go to FOD to film a promo for Red Bull Dreamline. <laughs> but I still, I, again, I had the best session of my life. I, fe- I almost felt free in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then honestly, after that, my riding took a turn and I was like back on it. I like started doing the slow motion Monday thing on Instagram when video started mm-hmm. and we had wetlands and I was just doing just every Monday I would drop a, a full slow motion video on Instagram that was a combo or something. And it just, op- it made riding fun again. It opened up like my ideas of riding and my creativity and the whole thing. And like, even for contests, everything just took like a really good positive turn. That's good. And I was like feeling great on my bike again. Yeah. It almost like seemed like you went from being known as a contest guy to like everyone got to see how good of a rider you are, like outside of 
right, yeah. big contest. Like your trail riding is something yeah. that a lot of people didn't get to see until that time when you took the Red Bull helmet off and just started cranking shit at wetlands. Yeah, absolutely. Not that you weren't doing that the whole time, but you started showing it off a little more. Yeah, totally. Which was nice for everyone. Yeah, it, se- it seemed like you kind of went from like doing what you thought you needed to do yeah. to doing what you wanted to do. Yeah. And that always you know? looks better. Like, that's that whole yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. when yeah. someone gets to really yeah. just ride yeah, for, for sure. themselves and they get rid of that like worrying about what those big companies want or care about yeah. we said a lot in the podcast but yeah some people thrive off of taking that red bull helmet yeah. off or yeah whatever. yeah i mean it's it's funny because sergio said essentially he's like i was relieved he's yeah. like i was actually not sad at all it was a huge relief for me and yeah. when, when i talked to him briefly when we did one of these right yeah um what uh you wanted to do even after you're off a of red bull there was talk of doing another dreamline for a while right yeah, me Luke and I had always thrown it around and tried our best to kind of make it happen, but it's just one of those things that never happened. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Especially, I mean, we did the first Dreamline for, I think our budget was 300k. That's crazy. But yeah. when TV got involved, yeah, it was over a million. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Um, it's really, and I think at the time when we were talking about doing it, it was just finding sponsors and whatever to, so that even if we could break even on it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously most people put events on so they can make money. But at this point, Luke and I were like, we just want to do it because it was kind of where our heart and soul was. And like, if we, if, if they broke even on it, then so be it. Like, at least we were doing something really cool for BMX, you yeah. know? But it was just one of those things that never came to fruition. Well, shout out to you and shout out to Luke for creating yeah. three of the best dirt <laughs> events in literally the history of your Yeah, event. because yeah. of you, you know, guys, like, it was like fucking... the best event. It was just some other people putting their hands in it that took the best event ever and turned it in their little thing. Yeah, it just but it still was. Like, dude, the practice time. session after this was one of yeah. the best sessions of oh, my yeah. life. When the wind stopped dude, and there same. was no more cameras out, that was one of the best sessions of my whole life. Same. After the contest ended, I continued riding with a bunch of people. And I was just, I was flowing, doing tricks, having fun, whatever. And I don't remember who it was, but they came up to me and they were like, where were all these tricks during the event? And I was like, I don't know, but they're here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a session. And plus I didn't but want that was to like, in my That was like Dreamline event. 1 was that session, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then Dreamline so 2, that never really happened. They yeah, never, yeah, never, there, there was never even a hardcore. Yeah, that remember? that one was actually sick. Dennis got elevation sickness. He was messed up the whole week. Oh yeah, New Mexico. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was fucked. I couldn't. He even, pulled like, out a final. Dude, that was yeah, that yeah. was up there. I was like eight thousand something. I couldn't even like something. walk it that was day. Crazy. I thought I was just like super hungover, but I was like, no, something's really wrong. Sickness was a thing. Me either. I was like, what's wrong with me? It was crazy. Dennis is dying. This dude's dying. Yeah. Um, what else we got in here? We got some Levi's stuff. Um, I gotta bounce somewhat you, soon. You do? Yeah, before two. It's like one thirty. So oh, just, well, you're you know. chilling. Yeah, we are. We have been going for a while yeah. actually. Um, I mean, well, let's skip over Levi shit. Same, same fucking formula. Same you got shit. sponsored. You've been sponsored it was by really a bunch fucking of dope sick. You <laughs> did a great. bunch of cool shit. Uh, you wore purple pants. You uh, cried when they yep. told you you're getting yeah, a contract cut. I didn't. But um, <laughs> every big but company's big, like, you know. <laughs> I log on the, the YouTube t- table of contents. It'll be Levi's and it'll be 16 seconds. And that'll be. <laughs> <laughs> the big shout out is Kathy McGrath yeah, for yeah, Levi's. Yeah. And uh, she really set the bar at the time for brands 
supporting riders in health insurance too. Yeah. Because Levi's yeah. was like literally the first brand that they paid for our health insurance. That's awesome. We took out our policy and did what we want. And we just sent they them just the, added the receipt. It in. Yeah. You know? That's sick. And then I know a couple other brands around then picked it up. I think S and M picked it up yeah. and was doing health insurance for some of their guys and blah blah or or at least money towards it. Yeah, subsidizing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So big shout out to Kathy. Love her to death. I yeah. still talk to her to this day. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I saw her like within the last year or two. Yeah, she's like... the she's the greatest. It was awesome when we were going to Minneapolis for X Games because we would just go over her house and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, What's Anthony Napolitan now? Yeah. Man. You're still in California? I am, yeah. Live in Huntington Beach still. Um, you were just talking about in the... In the kitchen about how your your main spot's pretty much gone, so riding dirt yeah. has been a yeah. yeah. Let's Wetlands talk about wetlands because yeah. I feel like that well, was a huge staple. But, yeah. So uh, I was on I was on a mountain bike trip. Like I just I was on a long mountain bike trip. Actually, I went and did a, a web series filming thing with Greg Watts um, out in Virgin Utah, which is the area that they hold Red Bull Rampage. And then I drove all the way back to Monterey for this thing called Sea Otter, which is basically like interbike for mountain bikes and uh we'll do one wetland session this is the edit you guys did right yeah this is a good edit um and then drove all the way back to virgin for rampage so after all that fun stuff i finally got home i'm literally parked uh in front of my garage and i'm my car is running windows are up i'm literally just texting on my phone and i see this like this thing moving like on the side of my car through the window i'm like what the hell is that i look over and it's like this old man and he looks lost you know so i roll my window down and i'm like hey man are are you all good you know you okay and he's like he walks up to my car and he just looks lost man like i was like dude what am i like what am i getting myself into you know and he pokes his head in like because i cracked the window down right and then he kind of adjusts to like, sorry, kind of adjusts to like get his eye like almost in the crack. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I think I'm lost. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, who are you looking for? And he's like, are, are you Anthony? And I was like, yeah. And then he pulls out this big stack of papers and serves me. <laughs> oh, my God. Weird. Uh, Sneaky I've, fuck. Yeah, and I've never been served before. Yeah. Um. God, it would be so confusing. It was, dude, I, I didn't know how to feel about it. I yeah. want to, I want to like kick, you know, drop kick the dude, but at the same time he was old. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's only doing his job. But, um, what does that even mean being served? Yeah. So basically so. they serve you, um, court ordered legal documents for stuff. Mm. So it could be a cease and desist, or maybe you're getting served because you haven't paid like your, um, child support or whatever it is. Yeah. Someone, someone's coming after you legally, basically. Um, so, so yeah, so they pay these guys so they, and they certify that you had it in your yes, hands and exactly. now, you know, yeah, their job is yeah. to make sure you yeah. get it. Um, so long story short, because in this packet of information that they give me, it's a lot of information, it's email chains, like a whole bunch of stuff going on between the plaintiff and the lawyers and this and that. Um, so I had all these emails, so I had to just read through all this stuff, you know? And basically what I gathered from the whole experience was the landowner of the property who like, we all had a handshake deal with about building and riding. That was my question because when I talked to you about it, everything was cool. The guy was down. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool for years. I I mean, I, 
I've been I built there for t- like ten years up to that point, and they had been there for a long time, for longer they, than that. Yeah, since the nineties, twenty years. There's like like my buddy Taka has photos from like way back when, like S and M had little tents set up, and mm. there were like three jumps there. Mm. They've been there forever, you yeah. know. Um, so he passed away, the landowner. From oh. what it, from, and this is based off what I've read yeah. in and. Maybe I'm assuming on some things, but I'm pretty certain, like I'm pretty good at reading the room or the documents. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened. So, um, he passed away and the property fell into a family trust. Mm -hmm. I know that for sure Mm -hmm. that the property fell into a family trust. So once that happened, um, that's when the lawyers got involved. They were like, we need to clip all this stuff that's happening out there, blah, blah, blah. So this is a, they're probably saying, Hey, this is a huge fucking liability. Exactly. For you guys. Yeah. Like, and I'm not actually sure how, like what drew their attention to it or what, yeah. because we stay pretty quiet down there. Yeah. Like the, the trails would stay locked up. People knew when we were riding, anyone could come out, but for safety purposes and per request of the landowner at the time, like he just wanted stuff to be kind of locked up so nothing bad would happen there. Yeah. So that's what we did. We kept things locked up. We kept did day or uh, weekly trash sweeps on the place because the place was disgusting when we started working on the trails yeah. originally. Bums everywhere, garbage everywhere. Just it was not a good scene. So we cleaned up the place over the years, you know. And the landowner was thankful for that. Every time I'd see him once or twice a year. He'd come out, he'd walk his dog, whatever. He lived in Colorado. He lived in California. He was like back and forth a bunch. Um, anyways, so they wanted to shut shut the trails down or whatever. So I had to hire a lawyer. And It's crazy they went straight to litigation, like straight to yeah, so, seriousness. So what, would, what ended up happening was they were sending me cease and assists. Mm-hmm. but they were, I wasn't receiving them. They were going to a, pr- a prior address that I hadn't lived at. It was actually two prior addresses. Oh, So they were sending cease and assist to addresses that I no longer lived at. Okay. And, um, I just wasn't getting them. So after no response of cease and assist, then they turned it into like a legal thing. Okay. I guess. That makes, that makes a little yeah. more sense. Yeah. So, um, basically I had to hire a lawyer and, um, I kind of asked the lawyer, I was like, Shh, you know, should we fight this? Should we? He's like, no. He's yeah. like, you you don't want to mess with these people. Yeah. Like they'll, and the the paperwork alone was like intimidating as hell. You know, like I was like having, I was gonna have a heart attack almost. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, everything ended up being cool. Um. I didn't. I really only just had to pay for the lawyer, and that wasn't like a huge cost by any means. So when you get these papers, uh, first first question, yeah. do you still go ride the trails? You go, oh, thanks for this paperwork. Now I'm going to go ride the trails. No, I okay. was scared pretty, <laughs> right, was scared right. pretty stiff after and that. Then, and then second question is why did they specifically target you? Why didn't they just destroy the jumps? So yeah. based off the emails, um, they targeted me because I was the figurehead in a sense most easily identifiable person okay to go there obviously like based off social media yeah. whatever i probably posted the something there daily yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean um so i was the most easily identifiable person so then they 
were trying to hunt me down. And this is where a lot of the email exchanges came in because they're like, we can't find this guy. He vanished. And it's just so funny to me. Yeah, over the top. It's so over the top when all they had to do was get on Instagram and and type in my name and be like, oh, no, he's in Virgin, Utah. Like on the or here's this, a dm hey we've been trying day. to get a hold of you can yeah you, can something you, i don't give know give me a call live in the yeah. the legal system's not living in the whatever century yeah. we're in um <laughs> 21st century yeah 20, i don't know anyways um so yeah long story short um i basically had to post a written statement to all of my social media platforms like anything that i have a username under i had to post this thing and uh, it was like a statement that they wrote out and it was like a really funny statement because they were saying dirt bikes and like all it was just so you could tell. Did you co- did you quote it or did you actually make it seem like it was from you? No, I had to quote it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had yeah. to legally. Yeah. Post with. And then what's the th- what's the threat? Like if you don't do this, we're going to like sue you. Yeah. So for me, um, the terms were I could never set foot on the property ever again. Yeah. And if I did, they were going to move forward with legal stuff. And then my lawyer was telling me that they weren't even going to close the the case. They were going to leave it open-ended so that if something were to happen there or whatever, they take on some costs tearing the jumps down or whatever, whatever unfathomable event could happen there. Yeah. They kind of wanted have, to have someone to fall back on to blame. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. I was like, what I'm agreeing not- to all this stuff. I'm doing all this, all this stuff. Like just close the case, you know? So yeah. for a long time, I didn't think they were going to close the case. And then one day my lawyer hit me up. He's like, Hey, congratulations. They officially closed the case. Like wipe your hands free of all the drama and whatever you're holding on to, you know? When, when is this? I'm trying to find the statement in January. I'm at January right now. Is it last year? Keep no, keep going. It's the year before, I think. Oh, okay, so you're still allowed to post clips from there. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing in there about it. Yeah. So, um, in there it is. Oh, there yeah, it right is. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. Recently, come to my attention that the vacant property near Balsa Chica and sometimes referred to as wetlands is privately owned. The owners have indicated that those using the property will be prosecuted for trespassing, and the commission has indicated that the continued use of the property by dirt biking will constitute a violation of the coastal act. Accordingly, I will not be using this site in the future for dirt bike jumps or any purpose whatsoever, (laughs) and I urge all of my followers to also refrain from going upon the property for biking or any other purpose. That is a funny statement. Yes. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I will gladly post this. Yeah. Because this is <laughs> hilarious. And I am sad, yeah. but yeah. this is a laugh. And I forgot about the California Coastal Commission. So I don't know if you know anything about the Coastal Commission, no. but they're just another group that's a pain in the ass for everyone, I think. Yeah. Um, so once they get involved with things too, it's... Uh, and honestly, that's probably what triggered it was the Coastal Commission. So... Um, that was kind of one of the things that, Ooh. that triggered the whole deal. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, fuck dude. 20, I mean, same thing as a sponsorship. Yeah. You expect a, a trail spot, uh, shortly off the coast of, of, of predominant beach town in Southern yeah, California to exactly. not last more than a couple of years. You so. had a great run, man. Yeah, yeah. I literally saw it solid 10 years of digging. The yeah. spot grew, more jumps were added. Like it was, 
Yeah, especially Amazing. like not in the trees and in like a yeah. visible area of a yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. That's I mean, in... you could see the beach from yeah. where we were. We were yeah. up high on the ridge and it was like, and there are downhill trails too. So yeah. you were flying and And it had like back. stadium seating. It really did. I think I only went there once. Yeah. It was so fun though. Yeah. yeah. Um, that probably had to be more of a bummer than like losing Red Bull. Probably was, because you're like, I can't go fucking take that aggression yeah. out. Like that is, you yeah. know, like you know, it's your number it, one spot. So yeah, the, yeah. At the time we were, so the Fullerton trails. So James Murphy and a couple dudes were building this Fullerton spot a little farther north. And just before this, their spot got plowed. Yeah. So a lot of those guys, which live in Orange County, and they were commuting to Fullerton to do that spot anyways. Yeah. They just kind of came to wetlands and helped, started helping us. Um, so at the time it was a bummer because our, the scene was like, it's really strong. You know, I could like go on trips and not have to worry about what was going on at the trails because I know those dudes had it locked down. They yeah. know, they know what needs fixed. They know how to do everything. Like they're capable of, of hosting sessions for whoever want to ride any day of the week. You yeah. know what I mean? So in a sense, like, um, it was becoming like an easier thing because I was like, you know, if I saw rain coming, I'd be like running out there and tarping things up yeah. by myself, yeah. you know, moving huge rocks and cement things and just trying to get everything dialed. Like I was like really OCD about the place because <laughs> you know, it's yours it, yeah. and, and it's, it's literally the only trail spot in Southern California that could ride 24, seven, 365 days a year. You don't like sheep. I like sheep, but for different reasons, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. literally it could downpour and because I'm from the East coast, I know drainage Yeah, and I built my own trails on the East coast too. So everything had drainage. Literally all I had to do was rake flat bottoms, like four hours after a rain. I could almost ride. If I went out there in the morning, rake flat bottoms, dead of winter, I could probably ride in the evening. Yeah. So, um, I got a weird question. Okay. It, like, I feel like, so since we changed, we obviously had like the Dirt Nora Cup mm -hmm. and then it switched to the trail award right now. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're part of the trail community? Because I think I consider you like one, of like a trail rider, but yeah. do you think like, cause you've never been in the running for that. You have gotten a couple of votes, but I feel yeah. like kind of that, that inner trail community that votes ha doesn't necessarily can you know, like, oh, yeah, old Red Bull guy to uh, three turn now, yeah, you yeah. know, like, no, no offense. Um, okay. yeah, the twang like, I just put on that was kind of rude. I but. feel like <laughs> there is a weird, I, th in th I think there's just a disconnect between. Southern California? Yes. Yeah. Because everyone is like, no, Southern California has dirt jumping spots. Like, they're not trails. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that a lot of times. Yeah. And to be honest, uh, Wetlands was trails to me. Yeah. Like. Yes, it, was like it wasn't one as line of trails. Wasn't yeah. it as expansive as a, right? Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we worked really well with the area we had, and yeah. like my thing was like I wanted to make more hips and more lines and more crazy things. You know, yeah. I had this like vert wall berm that we built on the side of one of the landings, and like there was all kinds of crazy stuff down there. Yeah, um, I think when it when it went from uh, like dirt rider of the year to trail rider of the year. It, maybe it was just weird timing or maybe I just wasn't even considered at all. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't, I mean, I don't it's, know. It's, but I have heard a lot like, you know, California has dirt jumps. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's, I don't it know. Is kind um, of a... but yeah, I mean, I'd love to, it sucks because I don't have like my own spot anymore and it's, 
I think like a lot of the Nora Cup stuff is obviously eyes on, yeah. you know, yeah. like Logan's going to win a transition rider of the year because, or ramp rider of the year, because like he's winning the Olympics. He's, yeah. he, he's yeah. like, he's very visible, you know, as to where sometimes in BMX and it's, it's partially my fault. Like I don't always stay visible, you know, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm always I think posting do, doing my thing. Yeah. Like I'm always posting whatever, but sometimes I'm just not visible, yeah. you know? Well, let's talk about everyday Anthony right now. What okay. do you, what, how do you, are you, you're still riding BMX, but yes. obviously you've been dabbling in mountain bikes. Yeah. Not even dabbling. You Full on. Yeah, full on. Yeah, when you're yeah, scrolling yeah. through his Instagram, I was about to say, you got like so much mountain bike stuff going on. Yeah. There. yeah there was, um, like there wetlands, was a, throwbacks, and mountain bikes. Yeah. There's, there's a point in time in a lot of my recent stuff for BMX is throwbacks because I had to have a, I had to have a wrist surgery for carpal tunnel release. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's been keeping me off the bike until recently. I just started riding like a week ago. Is there, um, is there like a YouTube video that I should look up? Like that would sums up your mountain bike riding because I honestly, I don't. My, I have, I have my own YouTube channel. Um, Plug. it's, it's not super consistent by any means. Hey, that's me. Um, you know, there's, it's a lot of it's mountain biking. A lot of it's, uh, um, like mountain you, bike checks and yeah. stuff like that. You you're know? doing like r more racing stuff than like, because a lot of the I'm dudes like, like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm kind of bouncing around in style? a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I enjoy the mountain bikes because it's like kind of completely opposite end of like what I do on the BMX, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I do enjoy doing tricks and stuff on the mountain bike as well. That's a, another, you know, part of riding that I do on the mountain bike. But um, I enjoy like kind of the fitness aspect of it and in that challenge. So I'll go out and climb fifteen hundred feet in a morning and do all the downhills and whatever. Ride for two three hours mm -hmm. and then kind of peace out. I'm like wake up at five thirty. Dawn. And like I like to be out there when the sun's coming up on the trail. Crazy. Yeah, it's uh I don't know I like it. And then I have a lot of friends, like kind of in the mountain bike industry or just really like I guess brands that sponsor action sports industries. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you call that, but action sports industry. Yeah. Anyways, um, that are into mountain bikes. So um, usually I'll meet up with those guys before they go to work and ride, and then they go to work, and then I kind of get on with BMX for the rest of the day. So I generally try to ride um mountain bikes and BMX in the same day though. It's mountain bikes in the morning, BMX in the in the afternoon. Okay. So that's kind of like my daily whereabouts. But um you know, I got into it uh I bought my first mountain bike. Well, actually Lee Ramsdale gave me my first mountain bike. We were at the Australian X Games. Mm -hmm. And uh he was telling me what just trying to think when I yeah I was yeah, there. I think Fucking, it was yeah. My brain is I don't remember if that was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, it was ride days. So it was, either, yeah, either seventeen way. or something. Yeah. Um. So he was like, "Yeah, we have all these extra like demo bikes that we can't do anything with." He's mm -hmm. like, "I'll send you one." I'm like, "Sick!" So he sent me one. Sent me a mongoose, and uh, I was riding around on that thing, and that's kind of what opened the door to me. Prior to that, like my brother's always been, um very open-minded about cycling you know obviously he's a killer bmx rider but not many people know that like once he had his knee surgeries he started riding road pretty hardcore mm -hmm. so he kind of got me 
outside of the bubble and, and seeing like, oh, road riding's fun too. So I would like r- do road rides with Ronnie, you know, and then he started getting into mountain biking. And then I, next thing I know, I was like renting mountain bikes from his local bike shop to go mountain bike riding with him. Just trying to keep like that whole cycling connection because like we, I talk to him every day, like yeah. we're FaceTiming, we're really close siblings. Your actual brothers. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so he kind of got me into it and then Lee gave me like my gateway bike, you mm-hmm. know? And then once, once the goose started falling apart, um, that's when I started looking into like, okay, what do, what do I want to buy? You know? So I knew, um, someone that worked for YT industries at the time. And that was already a company that I was looking into buying a bike, um, because they're just, they're great looking bikes. They're clean, like checks all the boxes for me basically. Um, so I got a really good deal on a bike. I bought it. And, uh, basically how the story goes is actually I bought the bike in 2000, end of 2018 was riding a a ton. And then I got the job opportunity to go to park city and build Woodward park city with Kimler and Wessel and all those guys. Um, so I literally left Southern California with a three bike roof rack and then a hitch rack with two bikes and i had five bikes that i was taking i had all the bikes i had like my my bmx bike i had my my dirt jumper which is like a 26 inch uh uh, fork suspension bike Mm -hmm. and then a downhill bike and i think i took my road bike with me too and then a trail bike (laughs) so i had all these bikes with me but park city is like a mecca for single track riding style like mountain bike stuff and I was able to just, when I wasn't working, I was able to progress a lot on my mountain bike skills, which are completely different skills. Like there's a Wait, lot Wait, what did you say? Of, I wasn't working? Oh, because you were working I wasn't, at Park When oh, I okay, wasn't yeah, working. At Park, like, at Park City. Yeah, so yeah. like after work yeah. or on the weekend, which was one day off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was able to progress those skills, which are like a lot of skills transfer over from riding BMX to the mountain bike. But there's, you know, there's gearing and front brakes which i never really have had on my bmx bike except yeah. for when i grew up like riding flatland at the beginning you know? yeah um so i was able to kind of fine tune those skills on some of the best trails in the world and while i was doing all that i was starting to become more comfortable with uh posting stuff on social media about like riding mountain bikes because yeah. i didn't want to like post something about me riding a mountain bike and i just look like a goon you know um so i start that's when i kind of started posting riding mountain bikes on social media and, and yt kind of had their eyes on it once i started posting okay and so the brand the brand that you bought the bike from ended up hooking you up right yeah that's cool yeah yeah so um yeah basically yeah they that- started hooking me up what? And that was right around, I think I signed my first, my first contract with YT, um, end of 2019. So when I got back from park city, that's cool. Yeah. What, uh, I guess what kind of mountain bike rider are you? Like you, like, do you, are you doing events? Like I, don't... I am. Yeah. So I started, but off... you're not doing like the night, what Nyquist did and what drew did no. like that. You're, you're no. like for some, for some reason, I don't want to. I don't want to compete like on a freestyle level. Like I don't want to do the same thing that I've been doing on my BMX my whole career, but on a different bike. Mm -hmm. Um, I do enjoy riding that bike and it is fun to 
to do tricks and and like more or less have fun on that but that's not really why i got into riding mountain bikes mm -hmm. so i don't want to like veer too far off of like what keeps me motivated yeah um which is the whole experience of going through bmx and into this mountain bike career has been really cool because it's almost like a second chance at fixing all the things that you think you did wrong in bmx hmm. like burning yourself out or like you know what i mean okay yeah. and like you kind of get another shot at it you know i've kind of been thinking of it in a way like that just like for for keeping it fun and 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 coming up with different concepts on how i can help yt and all the other mountain bike brands that support me to make mountain biking look cool or whatever it is you know what i mean um so Man, I was kind of getting on a tangent there. Let me think here. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, I think the separation is like, I mean, I, I, I don't know if broach this idea, but I always feel like I, but I, my problem, my problem with it most of the time is when I see somebody just riding BMX on a mountain bike is like, you're literally like, there's like the street dudes that like, there's literally street mountain bike dudes. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah. and it's like, it's an oxymoron. It's jumbo shrimp. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, it's like, and it's. It, it's difficult when it's like, yeah, you're literally just doing like a Smith 180 yeah, on the ledge yeah. right now, you yeah. know? Like yeah, but that like might that. be the bike that they just have the most fun on. It, it is, but so it's, it's like, like but they also in their pro, like the one dude I'm thinking of literally has like street MTB and there's a guy that rides with Felix and he does like a bunch of five cabs downstairs right, and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, just call it B like, yeah, I just ride BMX. And yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that's what you're doing. Like that's yeah. more, that's I mean, more my, like, that's, that's my gripe. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. but the whole. Like Dylan Stark is also on YT. Yeah, Dylan and Stark is a fucking maniac. Yeah. on whatever he is and on. He just, but what about if you took your BMX bike and tried riding it down rampage? And I'd be mountain shit? biking. Man, would would you, you call it mountain bike BMX? That'd be your thing. No, I'd be mountain biking. No, it'd be mountain bike BMX, just like that guy puts whatever in front of his thing. I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying is that I wouldn't. I if either. I put on, if I, if I'm I, to use the right if I hit a, the right job, you know. What yeah. I mean? If that's, I, that's yeah, but that dude you're talking about is super dope. Like he looks sick. Like I've seen him, the guy who rides with Felix and I've yeah, seen Yeah. If I just like, decide to like play tennis with a baseball bat, am I playing baseball or am I playing tennis? If you could do it good, I'd be like, fuck like, sick. If you're, if, yeah, <laughs> but if I'm <laughs> like, doing whoa. it, if I'm doing it good, but I'm also like, he's playing tennis with a baseball bat. Well, you're inventing something. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like as a, I don't know. If so would you call it baseball well, tennis or tennis a, baseball? Who cares? Then you're an innovator. Exactly. You're an innovator. Yeah. Then. Then I'm a hater. That's a new. No, that's a, a new game. That's a new game. <laughs> it is a new game. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like for instance, I brought Dylan's name up because he is doing a lot of like street stuff on the mountain bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for mountain biking, that those are grounds that really haven't been explored that much. You know. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I think it's just like you know each each uh aspect of cycling is kind of has its own tunnel vision on what it's supposed to be or what it's doing i think I, so that sums couple, me up very well is so, tunnel vision sure yeah. yeah so there's it's kind i think it's kind of cool to see dylan do that stuff because it's showing people like hey this is possible yeah. or you can it's all fun on bikes in my opinion yeah you know? yeah um and to each their own always you know i'm not i don't pick on people's riding like if you're having fun then you're having fun. I don't care. You know, that is one thing that I do. Obviously I support people do whatever they want. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is, uh, we talk. So I have to say words at some point. No, totally. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like, it's no, a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Cause I agree. I love like BMX and what it is, but it's like pretty cool to be able to look at other bikes and like recognize skill and what people are doing. And, 
instead of worrying about like, oh, they're taking away from BMX's shine. It's like, who cares? You know, everyone's yeah, doing yeah, bikes. And- yeah, yeah. But at a, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is maybe another one for another conversation. But <laughs> at a point, at a point, if it's like if street mountain bike becomes a thing, what industry do we have left? If street mountain bike becomes a thing and they just they're like, and let's they, just say their bikes are an industry where there's guys on mountain bikes doing street and an industry where guys on BMX. Are yeah, it just adds yeah, another yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like where mountain biking is like everyone is down with everything. And there's like you go to the Crankworks thing and there's like 18 different events, but it's all like we all mountain bike. Whereas right. BMX, you know, it's like we're BMX. Like we don't even like we don't hang out with the race guys. Flatlands on their own streets doing this thing. And the park guys are over in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why can't we get a little bit more united? Unity. Unity. Isn't I don't know. Well, it was that's a company too, right? Maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> well, <laughs> but then there is like the media sites, you know, RBMX and Dig, and you guys post everything, so it is united. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. more yeah. spread out across the boards. Yeah, I think that's that's just my. Uh, you know, I like um, it's cool that it's like you have a separation is what I'm getting right. at. Oh, is yeah, because gotcha. because yeah. like okay. because you right. say, because you're like yeah, I'll keep the I'll keep the BMX shit BMX. Yeah, and like I fucking. I want to fucking roast and do a three turndown on totally. my BMX bike. Exactly. And I'll keep the, and I'll fucking rip a berm and climb yep. a fucking mountain yeah. and do my thing on my mountain bike. Yeah. And I think that's, I like that. I yeah. think that's cool. And mm-hmm. I, the, when it gets blurry is where I have a, like a, yeah, you know, like I yeah. literally, like I've, I've thought about this. It was like, I've, I would, it would take some legwork, but I literally was like, we should, I'm going to do an entire episode. Call it. Is it BMX? <laughs> And just like, yeah, we'll watch videos and like, is it BMX or is it not BMX? Right. You know, yeah. like yeah. at a point, it's like, well, you know, well, it doesn't because it doesn't to me, it doesn't matter. You could ride BMX on a fucking beach cruiser. Yeah. There's a dude that jumped over the fucking wall at, at the Coco's or whatever, yeah. you know, what like, even so BMX is, but, though, is taking from a, he, let, a, he let him out. Well, he's tired of us. It's arguing. literally the name of it is taking one sport and turning it into another oh, of course, yeah. bicycle it's motocross. A, it's, it's the worst mimicking. name ever. We yeah. should change you know, that name because BMX is such a baby still. Bicycle yeah. motocross. Mountain biking is mountain biking. It's like why, MTB. Why is BMX BMX? It should be well, we had the best name for it the other day. Well, but literally, change the name. Literally, exactly. All terrain biking. Wait, you were just ATB. They, you were just. Can we turn it to ATB? You were just disagreeing with me, and now you're saying they should change the name. That's what I'm saying is they should change the name. Street mountain biking is not a thing. I mean, they should change the name. What does he call it? Street mountain biking. Yeah, he literally says street MTB. Mm, I mean, I don't know. He, I he doesn't know. even speak English. I was trying to come up with like some <laughs> some some letters for it, but I can't think of anything. Yeah, yeah. All terrain biking. I mean, that's what a BMX I bike mean, is. We're not bicycle motocross. Think yeah, of it, think of like, it this that's way, so though. Old school. Like a lot of the like you know the moto freestyle guys, right? Yeah. A lot of their tricks came from BMX. Yeah. But no one cares anymore. No, I mean, like it's, yeah. they're doing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's... What no, but like play. like what Dylan Stark does is like he's doing all these fucking drops that are impossible. Yeah. Like the El Toro thing. Right, yeah. Impossible on a BMX yeah. bike. Uh, undeniable. But then so he crank the arms drops. the rail on a downhill bike and it's like... Okay. It's funny. It's, that was more fun. You know, like... Uh, yeah, like so that's... Uh, yeah, but, but to a different... To a different viewer, that's mind blowing. Oh, I was thinking of the rampage one, like in his video part and stuff. He's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like, but to a yeah. but to a different viewer from another perspective, like the mountain bike community, what Dylan's doing on his crank arm down at rail is like mind blowing. They like, don't even oh, know what a crank God. arm grind feels exactly. like. Exactly, and yeah. they don't. And, yeah. But they probably never even seen one on a. BMX but then a BMX bike, bike doesn't know what a downhill bike feels like to bunny hop. Yeah, so yeah, it kind it's of like that's, it's that's, like the equivalent of like, <laughs> like making like a really Dylan's the only one that knows what that feels like. Right, an astro band really fast in a quarter mile 
you know like it's like he's doing his own literally thing. it's like yeah like you could do it yeah you know he's like, the only one that knows what a crank made it harder yeah well, 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 well back to the, the origin of the instead question. of using the right tool for the right job but yeah. that 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 dude we were talking about that brought the whole conversation up he looks good on that bike and that's what he likes that's like where yeah 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 and he can he can that dude should do whatever the fuck he wants to do not you don't like shit the about what i say yeah, but I have an opinion. Yeah, you do. It's so a, it's that's a, good opinion. a lot you know, of. So. I think a lot of that. Well, ATB. Oh, there's like a, no there's more BMX. Like We're all terrain biking. Too, like Better name on those weird handlebar. It's like a mountain bike, but they have the real forward handlebars and they're hopping. Oh, trials trial stuff. That's like yeah. Trial I stuff. mean, we talk about there's Danny so Mackeskill and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like exactly. he's a he's a hybrid of yeah. everything. Exactly. You know, like that's that's why everyone can relate to him because like mountain bikers see what he's doing. Like he's relatable to everybody. I mean, what's that? What's that fucking dude? road bike freestyle what's it called shoot i don't they do know the backflip at home app yeah did no the this is actually ride. old oh god is that it right there why is bmx what? yeah that guy's a fucking <laughs> nerd let me see it uh why why bmx is quietly dying it's got a lot of views we should watch that on another podcast <laughs> another one because that did that he did a thing on fucking Mira too. He's just a fucking. Uh, is he a BMXer? Just no. Nah, he's just gets... he. He literally got fucking. You must watch a lot of his videos because it's all the ones that are popping up. That's because uh, we're saying BMX and the computer hears yeah. us. Mm-hmm. No, because I watch. Computer you can see us. which ones I probably watch. Why is will this kill? Will, will this sport kill BMX? Which what one is, he, is this? He's talking about mountain biking. He's talking mm. about downhill mountain. Biking, yeah, free ride. Uh, but he like does. He literally just does his shit. Oh, he like, does everything. Like literally, like does a fucking book report. And then that's it, you know. That, it's just like yeah, there's a lot of interesting ones. He there. just does like, I don't know. yeah, that'd be a good one to bring up. Well, on the, BMX the news. The origin of the original question was, what type of riding do I do? Yes, what type of riding really... do you do? So I do. You never answer the question, so I we know. just start talking about other I shit. I, <laughs> um, I do a little bit of everything. Like my first uh, event that I ever did on a mountain bike was a, a downhill race. So I raced like an expert race or whatever, and got second or third or so. I think it was third or whatever um in your first one yeah oh wow and um but it was an expert i, I didn't race pro because okay. I, w- I would have literally been racing gwyn <laughs> aaron <laughs> gwyn um but anyways got third in my first expert race and um at the beginning i was having a lot of fun with racing um still to this day i ride i race a lot of dual slalom um, Kyle Strait puts on these races called Straight Acres, mm-hmm. and they're just I went to it. Awesome. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, they're yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so much fun. Yeah, Kyle's. Oh, you did one at his house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure. does one at his house, and then one I shot at it from Bear, and then I flew to Colorado and did one. Um, but it's fun. It's just head-to-head racing. Yeah, and sick. I don't take it seriously yeah. at all. It's, it's like two tracks that are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. And I think they, side. I think they, do they flop? So you have like yeah, and then yeah. you got to flop, and yeah. you have to ride both. You have to race in both mm. lanes at some point. It's, I mean, the one at Kyle's house was like yeah, it's pretty all, pretty steep. Yeah, but small too. Uh-huh. Like, and it was like so going over the berm was like a fucking option right. the entire time. Yeah. It was it and was it's pretty all wild. timed, and they combine your times from both lane, and then whoever has the least amount of time is you know moving it's all bracket racing super cool yeah um but i have a lot of fun doing it it's cool yeah like get out there meet new people have new experiences and i don't take it too seriously because i don't like i don't think like racing dual slalom is like what i want to do like as a career or something you know it's not like chasing a dew cup you know um but i have fun and the people are cool so I try to go to as many dual slalom races in a year as I can. Um, the other thing that I really enjoy is the Fest series. 
Okay. Have you guys ever seen the Fest series? Is, they have a YouTube. If you, it's Google the one with the, the motorcycle. Series. Is that what I'm thinking of? Sometimes guys on dirt bikes come and they're like part of it, but they're they're basically. I'm thinking of like Loose actually, Fest really or something. Good, yeah, Loose Fest is part of Fest series. Is it Fest series? Yeah, Fest series. So this is actually Are you a really to leave? this is actually a really yeah, good um, tie-in. So Fest series was actually created because of Dreamline. Oh, crazy! Yeah. What? So you go ride these? Yes. You do? I never seen you at these. Yeah. So well uh I try to get to all well, filmed with the fucking with, v- with Oh, I was like, is this everything. the whole thing filmed with the VX or something? Like- <laughs> with COVID and everything, Fest series came to a stop for a while. Okay. So they started picking back up on them last year. Um, you know, I went to uh Free Ride Fiesta, which is like a Fest series style event last year. And then Nico Vink, who does he's like one of the origin originators of Fest series. Okay. Um, who actually told me about the Dreamline uh, comparison. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, you know, you guys did Dreamline and you guys were hitting these huge jumps and whatever, and that was like the inspiration for them to push this style of riding, like Fest Series big jumps yeah. style of riding, yeah. which was really cool because I, like, I had met Nico at That's a so Fest wild. Series event in Oregon, which is originally one of the events that I went to in mountain biking where – I really got turned on to mountain biking. I was like, man, this is such a fun time. I yeah. borrowed uh, Graham Aggie's bike at the time, and I went through half of the course. Actually, Christian Regal was there. Christian was helping film some of that Fest series. It was called Black Sage. It was up in Oregon. And uh, and we just borrowed dudes' bikes and started riding, and it was so much fun. Yeah. And that's where I got like the mountain bike itch for real. Um, but yeah, I try to get to as many of these as I can. Uh, Nico just did Royal How do, you, how do people like, know when these are going on? Is there like an Instagram or something that? Tells yeah, you, they do have an Instagram. This looks so um, sick. But you kind of have to be on like an internal like email chain with them. So like Nico emailed me. Um, there hadn't been very many fest series that happened last year mm-hmm. because they're trying to get sponsorships back and get everything. Looks to do like these. it's a fucking production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Nico had hit me up in like. August, like a week before, he's like, Hey, we're going to do a uh, Royal Fest in Belgium. Like, can you come? And I was like, Dude, I already have stuff planned on yeah. those dates that I have to do, you know? Um, so hopefully this year in 2023, um, you know, I'll be making it out to a lot more of these. These are really fun events and like kind of just right up my alley with my jumping background. I mean, it and- seems like they're like not even, it's just more about jumping the jumps at this point. Totally. Like yeah. It, yeah like, I mean, there's like this. I'm sure is, that I'm sure they get this? a little. I'm sure yeah, they get a, a little fronty, buck. No yeah. hander. Yeah. Like there's there's definitely Ooh. some stuff that goes down, but they yeah. are just like Dreamline. It's a jam. Yeah. yeah. There's no like runs. Literally, you if you were there, you wouldn't even know like there was anything being. It's all judged by the riders. Yeah. And you wouldn't if you were there, you wouldn't even realize that like there's an event happening. It's just like a jam for three or four. What's days. this one called? Oh, crazy. Uh, what is this one, Fudger? Loose Fest? Fest. Oh, oh so is Dark Fest Poland. the same thing? Dark, yeah. So, well, there there's a lot of Jesus. political stuff behind it all, but Dark Fest was, was part of Fest series, and now, from what I understand, they're kind of on their own okay. thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I know Nico Vink and a couple other guys kind of manage, like, the actual Fest series property. What, a, what parallels can you, like... I don't know. What's the difference between the mountain bike industry and the BMX industry, I guess? Like, mm, it, I guess, like, having from, having dabbled in per- both of them. Yeah, yeah from my perspective and, yeah. like, personally. Well, I'll tell you the things that I really enjoy 
about the mountain biking side. And not that I don't enjoy it from the BMX side, but as you guys know, I'm a little OCD. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's building a jump or taking care of my bike or whatever the heck I'm doing. Um, I enjoy like kind of the internal like marketing and like the contract, like the business side of it, I really enjoy mm-hmm. because it's very put together. Like every brand has a yearly or a quarterly push for exactly like they know exactly what they want to do. Yeah. They're prepared on marketing, like all the tools to do whatever they want to accomplish. They're there and they keep the riders linked in with it. And like everything is just really neatly set up. Like I don't, there's always something going on too. Like they make being a pro rider really easy because it's like, I don't really have to come up with like my own stuff necessarily to keep like a sponsorship afloat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Completely self-motivated and like self-managed, you know, where it's like almost a little more structure that helps a lot of people. It's the structure. It's exactly the structure that I love. I just love, I love the internal structure of it all. Um, and like might seem like a, a weird term because like, you know, technically us riding bikes, whether it's BMX or mountain bikes, like it's work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but they make working way easier, Yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more funds in mountain biking just because of the, I think the way the industry is directed, you know, yeah. mountain biking is literally pointed at dentists, doctors, whoever wants to spend 10 to 15 G's on a bike, yeah. you know? Yeah. As to where BMX is kind of projected towards a younger group of riders that probably don't aren't old enough to have jobs yet and afford the stuff they want to buy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so obviously that helps a lot. Like I've been traveling nonstop. Um, it's been great, like traveling all over the world for mountain bike stuff. And but um, and you also have a lot of I've I felt like looking at your sponsor list, you have ODI, Profile, right. Maxis. And so it's like kind yeah. of a conti- you've and been that's, yeah, and that's something like that he's I lucky did on in purpose. that sense because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah yellow that move to both yeah. yeah that's something that I did Sponsors on purpose that go back too and forth. because when I started to step into it um you know I've ridden for Max's tires since oh four oh five it's that's been a insane super long yeah. time wow. and profile is um a, I think uh Matt sent me my first pair of hubs when I was in, still in high school so the same deal like oh yeah. four yeah um God, that's crazy yeah, yeah. so. And it just so happens, you know, like Maxis is the leader in mountain bike tires, you know, and Profile also makes mountain bike gear, which most people don't realize. And that's been another cool side is I can make people more aware that Profile also makes mountain bike stuff. And believe it or not, there's so many people that have... um, Dabbled in... They rode rode BMX for a little bit. They come out of the tunnel vision and and they're seeing more avenues of riding bikes, Mm -hmm. you know? So a lot of guys are getting mountain bikes. Like I've seen clips of Dennis riding mountain bikes, like Corey Martinez, Seth Kimbrough, like Christian Regal. There's a lot of dudes crossing over and dabbling in mountain bikes. And I think behind the scenes too, there's a lot more of like the general enthusiasts too that are like, you know, grew up in BMX and they're still riding BMX, I mean, but they're like, yeah. I want to buy this mountain bike and try it too. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's been, that's been Darren Bearclaw, totally. uh, yeah. you know, like, yeah. he, like that, Nikolai Rogatin, yep. like uh, that has been going Absolutely. on for yeah. since BMX has yeah. ever been anything, you know, what's the, the razor guy lopes. 
Oh yeah, he was Ryan a Bones, mountain, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. mountain bike dude that, or a BMX dude that was like yeah. mountain bike. I think champion. it's good too. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of guys you know, my age so. and you know in their thirties, they'll get a mountain bike and then they start riding that, and then it brings them back to why BMX is so fun. Then all of a sudden you see them with a super fresh BMX bike. Yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. that happen a lot yeah. in the last couple of years. Like they get into mountain biking and they're like, damn, and it sparks them up to remember. Yeah whoa bmx was this why don't i just dial in my bmx bike too so i see the industries working together yeah. really well so you know that first video that you showed with the section eight stuff mm-hmm. so jay loychek the dude who made that video that whole group of friends like they all started riding mountain bikes and when they started riding mountain bikes they all went back and got bmx bikes yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're I've seen that like happen. i have a, an ohio group text that has like 10 or 12 people in it and every year we meet up somewhere like this year everyone came to california we went to big bear for four days and got an airbnb fuck yeah and we just rode mountain bikes the whole time yeah and like when i go back to ohio it's like bmx and mountain bikes like the whole trip yeah Yeah. so it's been cool it's like really cool to revive people that were like especially friends you know that were like haven't touched their BMX bike in so long because they're just like either beat up by it or burn out on it yeah. or whatever the case yeah. is. And they pick up the mountain bike and they're feeling better. They're getting more agile. They're feeling fit again. Like they're dropping some pounds yeah. and then they're like, next thing you know, they're at raising the wheel mill and they're on BMX bikes, killing it. Oh, yeah. And they're buying, and they're buying dirt jumpers too. Like kind of like a hybrid of a BMX and a mountain bike, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's cool. I enjoy that aspect of it too. It's really cool seeing the positive, like kind of making more people aware of mountain bikes and what they are and, and how much fun you can have on them. And I guess it's like, I don't really like the term influencing, but it really is like a, you're influencing people to, to pick up bikes and just ride them, you know? Yeah, it's, I'm surprised there's not more brands like Haro that make everything because there's a lot of like high-end mountain bike brands that just make all the mountain bikes and then high-end BMX brands like Fit and Colt that just make BMX, BMX bikes. bikes. Right. How come there's not like, like you yeah. know, like Haro, they're, they're like good at making everything, but there's not really any other brands that have like every bike from BMX to electric bikes. I feel like those brands would take over. Yeah, like, there was yeah, like you can ten see of those. It a little bit like I think. Like, why doesn't Trek have BMX? They're so and, big and well, powerful. I mean, why not get a like nice BMX else, team? They going? make like the twenty-nine inch wheelie bikes that became real popular yeah, through yeah. SE. Yeah, so, so they're like, doing that. See so a lot of brands that are starting to do that. And, I guess you need some to do that. You need somebody like it almost be easier for like a Trek or something to hire BMX guys to make their BMX line amazing too, right, rather than yeah. like a someone who's BMX only to be like, okay, we're going to step into mountain biking. Totally. And, and on the, well, yeah, I guess you the, just hire mountain bike guys and on the retrospective of it. Yeah. It's like, maybe it's not so cost effective for a BMX guy to hire a mountain bike engineer to, yeah, would it yeah. sell? I'm sure it's, I mean? I'm sure they have fucking catalog mountain bikes too, just like yeah, they have probably. catalog BMX yeah. bikes. But, but yeah, I mean, but you know I think, my question, like, why doesn't, why isn't like all these dope mountain bike brands? Well, they could BMX is just another bike. Like, how come not? I, times that? have changed. I feel like I feel like we, you know, like you, you, this is a kind of a silly analogy, but when you see the kid that's like good at at skating, and then you're like, he jumps on a bike, and he's good at riding bikes, and then he gets on a scooter. You know, like where before it was like when we grew up, or it was specifically when I grew up, it was like I ride BMX, fuck you, I ride skateboard, fuck <laughs> you, you know, like yeah, that yeah. type of thing where like the the lines are blurred. So when yeah, my the, generation, the, everybody did everything. Yeah, like every like kid could skate and ride. The, and the people that own brands are like, we're a BMX company, and mm-hmm. the and the mountain bike in the back when Trek did try and do 
a, a BMX company, they were like, you're a mountain bike company, fuck you. Okay. You know? So yeah, it's yeah. like, I think it would work better now than it did back then. I feel it's like, like almost BMXers be are going into setting. mountain biking to make a little mountain bike check because they're so good at bikes. And it's yeah. like, fuck, why can't they have like BMX attached to that too? It's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like Brad and some of these guys well, I mean, stepped when, over to mountain biking. Did, but Mueller, like, did Mueller say it in the podcast, the original one, or am I, or is it after the fact? But he said, he I guess was like, he was like I don't even know, who, I don't even know who Brad, company. yeah, I don't know who Brad rides for, I'm dumb, but, uh, Canyon. Canyon. Uh, that Mueller was, Mueller was going to say, Mueller was saying that he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they do BMX bikes. You know, like yeah. I've heard that they're going to yeah. start doing BMX bikes. Well, you know, so. I, I, I hate to say it, but they have such high-end engineers and shit, it could fucking finally get us some nice disc brakes on the inside of hubs and Bluetooth shit going on. Like, <laughs> Bluetooth. Dude, when you ride a mountain bike, you're like, Bluetooth. what the fuck? There is some Bluetooth BMX bikes. mountain bikes, yeah. BMX bikes feel like, well, break break by Break by fucking wireless no yeah it's a, they, like, sh- they like shift brakeless uh, oh they shift, shift brakeless yeah. but not brakes not brakes yet oh, do they no, do not brakes, oh jesus no. that would be sketchy that'd be sick I'd cars be drive on their own true they're drive by wire they're not wireless well they maybe i will say though for how accurate like a bluetooth like dropper or uh blue or like shifting is like the brakes would probably work yeah i just i wonder if you could just feather them though you know (laughs) if it's on or off like yeah yeah who knows you break you pull really hard and you break the wireless yeah yeah (laughs) i'm just saying like bikes like (laughs) (laughs) bikes are definitely hiding but you know no i mean i think there's still progressing there's there's room for overlap for sure and i just i do want to see both industries survive and i and i feel they always will like and and that's where my you know uh I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I love, industries I love, always will survive love, because people love them. Yeah. Like if and I nobody love loves them, they're going to no. be dead. But there will always be people that yeah. love all of these yeah. industries. But I, as for, you know, it, it seems like your transition to mountain bikes and you're still, you know, you've you put a line in it, which is, is cool as your choice, of course. But yeah. like, I think it's cool when it, it's like a natural thing, like not like I'm quitting BMX to be a mountain totally. biker now, and like where you're like, I'm just riding fucking bikes yeah, and, and I get picked up. Main, like, that's one of the main mm-hmm. things that I was, uh, that I was, I don't want to say like annoyed with, but when I, I didn't plan to like pick up a mountain bike and start a career. Yeah. Like I literally bought a mountain bike because I was going on these rides with my friends yeah. and it was an awesome social thing and it was fun. Like again, going back to me loving the process, yeah. like it's, it checks all the boxes, right? Yeah. Um, but I did like a, I did an interview with pink bike a few years ago and like the headline was like, uh, you know, Anthony Napolitan and his like move to the way he, I can't remember what it was. Anthony Napolitan sells his dew cup for a mountain bike. Like the way he, (laughs) the way he worded it. For a loan on a mountain bike. (laughs) I can't remember what it was, but the way he worded it, it made it sound like I was quitting BMX. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yo, text the dude like immediately like, yo, you need to reword that. Like I'm getting all these texts. People are asking me why I quit BMX, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh shit. And he like fixed it, you know? But that that's like one of the main things. Like people will be like, oh yeah, like saw whatever. How, I don't even know how they word it because I try and ignore it a lot. But I'm like, hey, no, like I rode BMX like yesterday afternoon. Yeah, and I'm literally texting you from the trails, right? Yeah, now. yeah. exactly. <laughs> like yeah, oh, send a photo. I'm like, on my BMX bike, you know. So it's not that I'm choosing one or the other. Like I'm just riding more bikes. I'm 
like as far as like time on like saddle time, like I've probably triple or quadrupled my time like during the week riding bikes. Yeah. Yeah. As to where like maybe I was only riding for a few hours in the evening on my BMX. Now I'm riding almost virtually all day long. That's crazy. Which is I don't know. It's fun to me. But yeah, that's you know awesome. what I mean. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, so, that's, a, that's amazing. Yeah, so um, yeah, another, it's not, another it's Anthony not, chapter. Is it, yeah, you've done it, it again. No, it I mean, and dude, any anybody anybody that can extend their career by riding, doing something that they love or that they yeah. enjoy, like more fucking power to them. Yeah. Like no no shots at anybody for doing something that they think is good for them. Yeah. Like, uh, like and monetarily, physically, whatever, you know, right, like yeah, that's yeah. like all, all the support in the world. In, so it's because even I'm sure shooting like those mountain bikes events, it's not like shooting BMX, but you're probably like, no, I'm still sick. I'm fucking horrible at it. But honestly, <laughs> I'm being, I'm being <laughs> but you probably go to them and it's way better than shooting a wedding. Oh, yeah, like, I've never. Yeah, yeah I've like never. Bike still like, yeah. dude, fucking yeah. one foot in the grave if I have to shoot a wedding. I've always said like I've and that ain't even. And the worst thing to shoot you know what i'm saying no, but like yeah. as far as yeah. like if you had to shoot another thing it's like hell yeah like i get to go to a mountain bike event no, be it, a bike riders one of the one of the the only i went to uh fuck, i can never remember the name but during ratitudes i shot mm. the bazanzan episode in colorado mm. or something oh oh yeah you, you went to like a colorado bike festival or something with the, with with the, the, the slope style slope style yeah yeah I and it was that. it was pretty fucking wild it was cool yeah. you know like it was like kind of like a Jump. bizarro i officially have to bounce yeah that was great. Thank you, Dennis. Keep going. Dennis yeah, always we're gonna, we're leaves the podcast. The second time I've ever Dennis, left the Dennis podcast. Always, yeah, he left the Muller one. He always yeah, leaves the podcast. Night, drink beer here all night. <laughs> this is the middle of the fucking day, guys. I'm out. I almost brought a white <laughs> claw in instead of that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but it was, I love you, Dennis. It was funny because it was like Bizarro BMX. I'm like, yeah. well, that guy kind of looks like the other guy over there, but he's not him. You know, it's like everybody's just like <laughs> kind of wonky like, versions of everybody else. And, then and you're it's like, like, oh, wait, no, that's actually Josh Holt. <laughs> well, yeah, that actually was Josh. Josh Holt was there. But like, you know, like that fucking uh, the monster dude that's like English. It's like, he's like, looks like he's fucking oh, acting yeah, yeah. like he's like Mark Webb. Like, yeah. like you um, know, like oh my God, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like Sam fucking, bizarro Mark Webb right there. <laughs> you know, like in a sense, like just like hanging about, yeah. like, you know, Lots like boisterous and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, there's so many parallels between totally. and stuff yeah. like that. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. I, and I've always been down for for people to do what they want of yeah, course yeah. you know and I, I'm, I'm psyched for you and yeah and thank you all that so is there I, anything i will, to, I will say ahead. one of the most enjoyable parts about it is um is the scheduling for everything like there's so much stuff going on in mountain oh, sure. biking yeah um every month i'm off somewhere in a different state in the in a remote location where there's thousands of people gather for a bike festival yeah and like all the brands are there with their tents and they're doing their thing and we're all going out and creating content riding these different trails and visiting these like legendary mountain bike features or whatever it is you know what i mean i think that's that thing's blinking that's probably not good sorry camera camera malfunctions. yeah um hopefully you didn't lose lose me too much there but uh <laughs> if, i mean if they're, if they're two and a half hours in they're sticking with <laughs> so we're good right but, yeah um but yeah i mean it was it was a cool event it was crazy you mm-hmm. know like the, the the crowd went nuts for nyquist yeah. you know like nyquist was of there course. and like the level of riding's nuts and it was like 
you know, there was part of me where I was like, ah, it's kind of like fucking Red Bull Empire of Dirt, you know, like, I'm like, right, yeah, yeah, like, it's like, it's oh, man, similar, like, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's I just like, I'm such a fan of BMX. I'm like, yeah, it's like, I, but I can't blame you because it's fucking bigger and better, yeah. you know, like, yeah, because yeah. you have suspension and it, it it is what it is. But like those, you know, the bike and, you know, when we had Seminoc on, he was like, I am effectively, I'm not quoting him, but he said, like, I am the F1 car yeah. to sell the fucking uh Priuses you know like and so it's like it's so like unobtainable for so many different people but it's like the show pony I guess totally you know to sell other stuff so um I I think it's you know it's cool you know more shit is more shit is better but uh and it's cool to be involved occasionally and and at least not like be uh I don't I don't search it out but it's cool to like get to witness some of that stuff and totally and, and uh you know, make me, make me eat my words, I guess is what I'm looking for right <laughs> what, there. So what, what we need to do. So I don't know if you saw the, the bike that I brought into your foyer there. It's an e-bike, it's right? It's an e-bike. Yeah. yeah. That's the YT decoy. Yeah. Um, and that, the one that I brought in is a core four. So that means it's their top of the line. It's got like, you know, all yeah. the shiny rims and the nice big Porsche brakes on it or Brembo or whatever you like. You Are know? they actually Brembo? No. Oh, I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. A fucking the, actually, six piston. Actually yeah. though, the brakes that are on it. So, um, they're, it comes stock with a different brand of bike. And I change a lot of the stuff that comes stock. Yeah. I literally build the bikes right out of the box. Okay. And then I change a bunch of stuff. Okay. So, cause I'll, you know, I have the support through profile racing. So yeah. I'm building wheel sets with them. Um, and then I ride for a, another company called deity component components. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And, um, usually I'm using like their stem and bars and seat and, uh, some other miscellaneous stuff for the bike. Um, but for the brakes on that, they're actually a brand called TRP Components, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Tektro Racing Products. Okay. Full circle. Like Tektro. Tektro. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that took me a second. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. I, I Forever. I, and they're, they're awesome. They're, in my opinion, one of the best brakes on the market. They feel... Some brakes are like on, like if you tap them, you're skidding, yeah. you know? And the pink bike's about to post like, Anthony Napolitan quits Tektro for Pitbull brakes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that'd be crazy. <laughs> so with the TRPs, I can, I, I can modulate, like if I want to feather the brake, I can feather the brake. That's cool. It won't be yeah. a skid or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? But I thought that was really crazy because it was like, holy crap, I had Tektros on like my Schwinn when yeah. I grew up. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? funny. Like Tektro 990s or V-brakes or whatever, <laughs> you know? It's like, holy crap. I was doing I was doing some shoot and uh, like a non, a non uh, I mean, it was just a bike shoot, like like literally shit for like Dick Sporting Goods or yeah. something like that. But a dude brought like one of those full suspension e-bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was a pedal assist. I think it was a pedal assist one. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it was like you could just fucking yeah, you can ride rip. up like a ride up curbs, ride mm-hmm. upstairs, right? Yeah. You know, like I was oh, like yeah. on it, and I was like, I yeah. need to get off of this thing before I fucking break it, and I owe him like fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> or you know, like one of yeah. those things. But it was like I was like, this thing's insane. You could just ride over bushes. Yeah, you know, like so the my YT decoy, it's a uh, it's a class one e bike. So it's uh, it's just pedal assist, and yeah. then it has different modes. It's like eco, trail, boost, and I think it has a, it has a walk mode also. Um, what, is that? Only, what does that mean? I'm so dumb. basically, you, if you have to like hike up a hill mm-hmm. or something with that you can't climb with your bike, you put it in walk mode, and it like 
because you're not on the pedals pedaling, oh. it helps you push it up the hill. Yeah. Because they're heavy, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, that makes sense. They're like old school BMX That's crazy. bikes. They're yeah. really heavy. It's funny when we did the Seminoc one, there's all these comments like, just like, stop interrupting him with your dumb fucking questions. <laughs> like, And I'm like, I don't know anything. I don't know what he's talking about. So I have to ask if you want me to continue the conversation. Well, what like, I was saying about the e-bike <laughs> is like... I'm I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna bring that e-bike and I'm gonna bring my normal pedal e-bike and we're gonna go behind your house where those trails are and I'm taking you on a ride and then you're gonna come back and we're gonna sit down and do another podcast oh, and you're gonna god. be like, fuck, that was fun. Oh god, if I'm not <laughs> bleeding from my face. So we'll get you sorted. I'll get you a full yeah, face. We'll make funny. sure you're protected. Yeah. But um yeah, no, I mean, again, the I, I love I love how busy I can stay. Yeah, that's um, cool, man. I feel a lot of my schedule. It's uh, the beginning of the year for me because, like, I I'm a dirt jumper, man. Like, mm-hmm. I I just want to ride the the triple, uh, triple challenge, triple challenge yeah. and then whatever other dirt events come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to be a part of dirt, really. Um, so I'll plan the first like quarter of my year, you know, with that stuff and then mountain bike stuff in between. And then what happened last year was mountain bike basically took over after the triple challenge ended. It was like bike festivals and YT does this thing called the rolling circus where they have a full demo fleet Mm -hmm. and, uh, they visit different lift resorts, um, like around the country. So for instance, they'll go up to big bear at snow summit and they'll set up their booth and they'll have a variety of their bikes and they just demo them so people can literally go grab the bike and go ride it and see if they like it. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And they do that out of San Clemente too. They have a, their, the headquarters is in San Clemente and they have what's called the YT mill and same thing. You can just go online and, and, uh, reserve a bike any day of the, or any day of the week that they're open. Mm-hmm. So I think they're closed like two days of the week or something, but, um, you can reserve the bike and try it out. And if you love it, like, you might buy it, you know? That's crazy. There's a lot yeah. of people, like, because mountain biking is such a big investment, there's a lot of, like, bike shops do demo rentals and everything. So a lot of people, like, if they're interested in buying a bike, they'll spend, like, $1,000 collectively going to five different bike shops to demo certain model bikes from certain companies. And yeah, then I mean, they'll be it, like, all right, I'm going to buy this. I like this one the best. I'm going to yeah, buy this. You yeah. Know? That make, I mean, that makes sense. It's like a car. I mean, it's totally, some are yeah. more expensive than cars. Exactly. So yeah, it, they really are. how much is the e-bike out there? Yeah. Uh, man, they, yeah, they can get pricey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, the, I, think I the, luckily don't know is yeah, what you're saying. <laughs> luckily, I don't know. The, the core four decoy, I believe is in between the eight and $9,000 range. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. And especially if I you see s- why you wanted to bring it in though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. want to leave it on yeah. the rack yeah, in yeah, the yeah. street. Your neighborhood <laughs> looks amazing, but you never know. Someone might be like, Oh, I know what that's worth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's a fun, fun lifestyle for sure. I love, I really love how inviting the, the mountain bike community is too. Yeah. And, um, because of my BMX background, um, it's, it's been a really cool experience because I went to Whistler for, uh, Crankworks Joyride and, um, I did speed and style, which is actually something that I'm very, hmm. I think is like right up my alley. And I don't know why I didn't see it before, but it's a combination of head to head racing, like dual slalom, but there's uh, a certain amount of jumps on the course, like wooden lips to big dirt landings. So you're racing 
but you also have to put down heavy tricks. Yeah. And it's a really cool event, but um, the the monster did it in Vegas, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, really, it was, it was cool. It was yeah. fun. It it kind of took the pressure off yeah. of like, oh, I don't need to like go nuts. Yeah, right very now. similar yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, almost the same thing. Yeah. You know, except yeah. for like the the monster. The monster. Sean uh, comes right. from a mountain bike background, so that's yeah, exactly. He, he copied it. So that was um. Anyways, that event was really great, but I got to meet this other rider named Thomas Lemoyne. Mm-hmm. And he's a, a French rider, and he is good. I think I've seen he a is couple just, stuff. He's yeah. so good. He's he is always in the running for King of Crankworks, which is a points thing. But yeah. King of Crankworks is like you know how do tour. It's like um, you know Anthony won dirt and Nyquist won park and Jamie won vert. Right. So King and Queen of uh, Crankworks is a collective points from all events. So uh-huh. if in Thomas Lemoyne, he will ride like pump track, speed and style, slope style, dual slalom, and he's good at all of them. And he just racks in the points all year long. Oh, crazy. So by the time he usually wins yeah. King of Crank Works. Crazy. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, there's always a couple of riders in the running, but anyways, um, you said I, queen. Do they have? Is it slope style women's stuff? They, that's the only thing they don't do for oh, okay. women is slope style. But they do speed and style okay. for women. Uh, so cool. it's like there's a freestyle aspect yeah. for for them as well in just, that race. That just be batshit crazy. Yeah, I mean, this shit is nuts. So yeah. yeah, and there's some like there just like BMX. There are some ladies out there pushing it, yeah. especially in the free riding area, which is of course the only one I know is Buchanan. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, because she, yeah, you know, she kills it. I'm so BMX to a um, fault. But, you know, free riding is also another aspect that I really like. That's a different story. Back to Tom. I don't want to cross yeah. up stuff. Yeah. But um, I, I'm i a big fan of Thomas Lemoyne. So I went up. I was like, hey, man, my name's Anthony Napolitan, like huge fan. I just wanted to introduce myself and say what's up, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he was like, dude, I saw your name on the back of your jersey. He's like... I just didn't know if it was you. Like I, I, you know, he was like, he was like, I grew up riding BMX and what, and like you were an inspiration and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, holy crap. Like I inspired this dude that is like hands down one of the sickest mountain bike riders on the planet. That's awesome. So it's been really cool. Like meeting all these people, you know, we, we used to do this BMX event in Germany called big in Bavaria. And, uh, it was a mix of BMX guys riding. It, it, they were just dirt jumps, like roll in three or four jumps in a row. Yeah. Um, and we, bunch of us BMXers went there, we competed against each other. And then they had dirt jump guys there too, the, on the mountain bike side on 26s. And that was like a big introduction to a lot of those guys. So we've always kind of crossed paths over the years and stuff. So it's been cool like traveling everywhere and seeing everyone and like getting reacquainted and meeting new people. And it's just a really, it's a really cool community and That's awesome. not, I'm not taking anything away from BMX because I have had the same experiences across the board in BMX yeah, too. For sure. Um, but just like anything else new, it's exciting. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's a that's I see that happen to a lot of people. It's like when they get on a mountain bike, you're like, this is so much fun, and it's because it's new yeah. and it is exciting. And then totally. after you've been, I'm sure when you look 15 years down the road riding mountain bikes, you're like, that's not so exciting anymore. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what BMX does. So totally. Like it's the same yeah. for any yeah. anybody. It, it makes perfect yeah. sense. So it is a really nice balance though, riding both of them. It keeps me equally motivated for different reasons. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, like I said, I had to have like a carpal carpal tunnel surgery on my right hand because um, literally I'd wake up in the middle of the night and my hand is like needles and pins like in pain. Yeah. Um, so I got that fixed. And having that time off for like the nerve to heal and everything has has also been motivating with all that, too. I'm like real fired up to get into the first free ride event for free ride fiesta, which is in it's just outside of Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's in this like little town called it. Uh, well, it's outside of this town, but we stay in this place called Ajiki. <laughs> and it sounds like a steak or something. I know, right? It's like a seasoning. It borders or it's next to like the biggest lake in Mexico, which is kind of cool. Hmm. So um, the dude that puts on the event, um, his parents have a place there and it's like just a really cool setup. But the, it's like a fest series style event. So big jumps, fast, flowy, cool, and no pressure and just a bunch of people having fun. Oh, yeah. So. But I'm also really fired up. It's it's funny because everything like I don't know why it does this, but everything piles into January, you know. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I go to free ride fiesta like mid January, and then I'm like gonna come home and like lock the mountain bikes up and get on the BMX and just like get ready for triple challenge. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So hell yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I think we'll cut it there. Yeah. Three hour mark. I don't know Dang. how. Long. Yeah. So well, after but... the twenty minutes, maybe. Of- yeah, that wasn't 20 minutes. It was, my, it was like 10 minutes of bullshit in the beginning, though. So, yeah. but thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I will wrap it up because Dennis is, is gone. Bye, Dennis. So, yeah. uh, thank you so much for coming. If you want to plug your your list of uh, muck off, uh, Wiener not Schnitzel. Them anymore. Not no, them anymore. they're done. All right. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzel? No, they're not there anymore either. Fuck. Uh, oh man, you're really hold on. Didn't you shit. do your research? No, I'm kind of joking pull, right now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of pulling, <laughs> taking the piss out of you. Honestly, come on, we established they come and go. Red Bull. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, man. I'm serious. Thank all the people that support you because there, there is a good list. Like I know, yeah. Colony ODI, they are the yeah. ones that support us. Yep, that's and support you. So totally, that's always yeah. I give them extra points. Yeah, and getting back to that too with like the sponsorship list, it's been. I've kind of purposely made an attempt to um, take a lot of the sponsors that I rode for in BMXing and, and like merge those two relationships with the different aspects, yeah. you know? So like ODI, they make grips for both versions, you know, of bike, mm-hmm. uh, profile racing, Maxxis tires, um, you know, YTs on its own, obviously, but uh it's mountain biking has also opened the doors for more sponsors too. So, um, I brought five ten into the sponsor list now. So I've got them on both, both bikes. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. On the BMX side and the mountain bike side. That's cool. And then, uh, like going to places like sea otter, like, again, I'm a pretty open person. So I just walk up to brands and introduce myself, you know, but, um, potentially there's a new thing in the world. Have you ever heard of Waterloo, um, sparkling water? Mm-mm. Yeah. The, like I might have a deal with sponsor a sponsor, the podcast, sparkling water company. Yeah, so, hell yeah. That's what's up. You yeah. better get rid of that fucking yerba then don't blow it. I know. I meant to bring some down with me, but I was in a rush this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking, I was like, Oh, maybe they have it at the Chevron, but they didn't. Nah. So. All right. Cool. Um, oh, but yeah, no, no, I was just going to say a big shout out. Thank you. You know, YT industries for all the support. Cause on the mountain bike side, they do a ton for me. And, uh, very grateful for that so it's it's pretty awesome getting to you know expand my horizons and uh kind of make people aware and display 
you know, the fun that all bikes can provide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. I'll do the. He doesn't do it anymore, but I'll do it. There it is. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Stoked to, to be on the Unclick podcast. So oh, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Wait, can you fart on command for me? Don't, did Morgan tell you that? <laughs> I mean, I've seen you do it. <laughs> That's Morgan's favorite thing. <laughs>